Hey, Hawkeye episode one. Finally, finally, we got another Disney Plus show. It felt like there wasn't, uh, we didn't go more than two weeks straight without, uh, without another Disney Plus Marvel show. But, uh, you know, to time it with that holiday season, which I give zero shits about personally. Because I'm lazy, I'm not going to decorate my house, and I'm not celebrating with family. Uh, this is this is a nice little cheery holiday funness. Um, I'm Brian. I'm Holly. And let's get into it. Holly, episode one, how'd it hit you? Um... I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Yay! I think this is my <laughs> definitely my favorite Haley Steinfeld role I've ever seen, which, for context, Dickinson episode one uh, and Bumblebee. That was a nice one, but what'd you say? Never seen, I've never seen that. Oh, Bumblebee is easy. It, it, I mean, it is a easy uh, what is it? Easy standard to exceed, but it's easily the, um, I said easy too many times. It's the best live action Transformers movie. Another way to say that is it's the only live action Transformers movie that has been released that was not directed by Michael Bay. (laughs) There's a great Fomento video (laughs) about like breaking down the failures of the movie. Essentially it was a uh it was a very clear homage to E.T. But it doesn't reach those uh there's structural failures in it, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But it's a delightful mm-hmm. little film and it's not a racist, sexist piece of shit that uh <laughs> you know makes me want to die so okay you know okay. it's a that's a bonus yeah. that's a bonus it's like choosing your favorite child and five of them are assholes <laughs> and one isn't it's like well you know you defaulted by being a functioning oh my god fine child and not <laughs> being an asshole I have a quick Michael Bay question. Is he going to be directing the next Transformers movie? Oh, no. No, I know exactly what you're talking about because I've been seeing articles talking about it, although I'm not watching the uh, trailers. But the next Transformers is Rise of the Beast coming out in 2023 with... Okay. Oh, never mind. I was going to say with Anthony Ramos in it, but no, uh, I don't think so. Is he? Oh, he is in it. Uh, oh, shit. They got uh, Beast Wars coming in because Ron Perlman is voicing Optimus Primal. And that's the only TV show I watched, uh, Transformers TV show I watched as a kid. Where's the director? Director is Stephen Capel Jr. And, uh, the writers are pretty funny. It says earlier script, earlier script for two of the writers. Uh, I'm trying to see. I don't know who Stephen Capel is. 
Gable Jr. It's loading. You're muted. You're muted, yes. Okay, now I'm not muted. Can you hear me? You you froze for a very long time, then you vanished, and you did, you did uh, now too. you're back. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, I don't know why. Zoom uh, crashed, came back, re- continued our stream, and then said it was still recording. So Yeah, I thought it was going to stop recording, actually. So you want to start I, over? We're just at the very beginning. No, no, we're good. All right. So he directed Creed 2, which I saw and was good. I did not see Creed 1. I, Wait a minute. Who directed Creed 2? The guy who directed, who's directing the new Transformers Rise oh, okay. of the Beasts. Okay. That's coming okay. next. So solid. He's a, I, from what I've heard of Ooh. Creed 1, he is not quite on the same level as that director who directed uh black panther and then yes, black panther yes, wakanda yes, yes. wakanda forever and also fruitvale station ryan coogler. um ryan coogler mm-hmm. um but he you know he did a really good job with creed 2 i think so mm-hmm. wow that got me excited he was, he uh, was, but uh, he was hand he was a uh, handpicked by ryan coogler honestly if Michael Bay ever comes back for another Transformers movie, I'll be shocked to the point where I will do a movie reaction to it and just shit all over it. Because he's been shitting on the Transformers movies since, like, Transformers 2. <laughs> Himself. Michael Bay. He's He's been like, yeah, no, I'm definitely taking a fucking break. And then they set the next movie to release two years later. He's like, no, that's no, I want more of a break. And then he did it anyway. And then like around Transformers 4, someone was like talking about the movie business wanting to do only big budget movies. He's like, yeah, it's fucking stupid. I'd like to do other shit. <laughs> he kept going. So they've oh, these have been paycheck movies for a while. Well, yeah. uh, I mean, as if we didn't know that already. Yeah, but but he, uh, I think he learned that he'd rather have these big, stupid paycheck movies than doing the movies he wanted to after mm-hmm. doing Pain and Gain, because apparently his most common thing he would shout shout out on that set was, "I need more fucking money." <laughs> uh, so I would be shocked if he ever came back. He uh, he he's had one foot out the door since Transformers too. Maybe even during. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, he'll take those producing dollars. <laughs> that's why that's why I was Six Underground felt refreshing. It's like, okay, this is just Michael Bay doing Michael mm-hmm. Bay. Doesn't give a mm-hmm. shit. There's not fucking giant fucking robots that take up ninety-five point six percent of the budget. He's right. just driving around and doing a normal action sequence, except that he's killing all the bystanders. It's Michael Bay. <laughs> and the bystanders are going bloody. Anyway, Hawkeye episode one. Yes. Starting in 2012 in New York. Mm-hmm. Did you immediately recognize the year and know what was going to happen? I had the feeling um, just because, um, I don't know, there was just sort of a sense of normalcy. So I was just in my brain, I was like, oh, before. 
So oh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, they, they, I they... like I liked it though. I liked mm-hmm. it. Um yeah. I liked I really I did like the way that they started it. At first I was kind of like, oh we're gonna do this. But then I was watching and I said, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it, but as soon as I saw 2012, they've done it so many goddamn times in these movies mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yep, I know. We're about to see that in the arc again. You did it in Endgame, <laughs> you did it in Spider-Man but Homecoming. Like, but, but um, I actually kind of like it because it's it's almost like every time, you know, they do it and you every time there's a flashback scene back to that time, it's a someone else's perspective. It's mm-hmm. a you know a different view, so you sort of you get a different picture of it um, almost every time they go back to it. So that honestly, I like. And it's economical storytelling. Like as soon as you show New York 2012, that took off five pages of exposition or setup that the Absolutely. writer needed and yeah. got us there. However, and I'll only be able to know this with hindsight. I'll be very excited to toast to the last time we get New York 2012. <laughs> There's just, it's like, okay, we're milking we're, this. We're about there though. A we're, lot. It should be. We're about there. I hope so. Cause I mean, like whenever they stop doing that, they're going to make all the origins coming out of Sokovia in 2015. <laughs> And then that'll be another 10 years of doing that. (laughs) That's why I made some of my, one of my village origins in uh, my Spider-Man home three pitch from the second battle of New York, as I called it, which was the battle at the end of Avengers Endgame. Because it's technically upstate New York. So interesting. Anyway, uh, all right, really quickly, her mom, played by the amazing actress Vera Farmiga. Love her. Should have known daddy was going to die because <laughs> was not. And I get the same out of seeing him as an actor. No offense. You did a great job. I liked your advice. Like uh, the one people think have, the one thing people have control over is the choice they make in the face of bad weather. Great advice, dad. I watch it with my daughter. So she got that benefit, but uh, um, and yeah, I love that they started with Lady Hawkeye. I called her Lady Hawkeye story, you know, because I mean we've got to we got to catch her up and um, yeah, the uh, moments like the single shot of Kate running through their house, uh, and felt really good or really powerful. Um, I also noted that it only happened when the R had fallen off Stark Tower. So I'm sure somebody or new rock stars or somebody's going to be like, only the R fell. So this happened between these actions and these actions in the Battle of New York of, of uh, Avengers 1. Fun fact. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I appreciate the continuity. Not everyone, you know, it's there if people want to find it, figure it out and it's there and it it won't change anything about the story if you don't give a shit. So right, right. Um if they if they did a big swooping shot of the city and you saw uh the ancient one, you know, defending like she did in Endgame and 
and then uh, something else, and then something else, and then something else. Then it'd be like, okay, we're doing the Agents of Shield thing, where every episode that releases the same week of a fucking movie has to tie into it. Um, mm. Too much, you know. And I didn't. I actually didn't. Um, as know that show existed. I did not watch that show. I watched the first season and a half, and it always felt like it did the uh, the hitch thing of ninety. Mm. It went ninety percent of the way, but mm. it never got that last ten percent. Like there's a reveal of one of the characters as part of Hydra, which of course they did around the time that Captain America: The Winter Soldier was coming out, and like mm. he clearly is part of Hydra. The person he saves is part of Hydra. He kills somebody and helps that guy save, like save, and then it like does this big dramatic like. It's just slowly panning into him and it gets really close. And you're like, oh, I know what he's going to say. And then it cuts to black instead of him saying, hail Hydra. It's less like, bitch, you had one job. <laughs> you had one job and you didn't do it. You just have, give, put the cherry on the Sunday. God damn it. You're the cherry. You're the cherry putter. And you didn't do that oh one thing. You just could have. You all you needed to say was "Hail Hydra," and it like left it. And I think they were going for leaving it to be a little ambiguous to be like <gasps> spark debate. Is he Hydra? Is he? And it's like no, he's fucking Hydra. Just fucking just do it, and then have everyone be like, "He's fucking Hydra," you know? <laughs> like get that. that. Uh, honestly, I think that would that would have been more effective. Yeah, it's just have him, have him say it. Just why not? Yeah. And to be fair, like, uh, it was uh, Joss Whedon's brother and Joss mm. Whedon's sister-in-law who, and the brother and the sister-in-law are married. They were the showrunners. Joss Whedon was not the showrunner. He was doing mm-hmm. Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. He wrote and directed the pilot. Fuck Joss Whedon, as we all know. But, like, I don't, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and just assume that they were new showrunners. and. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they seem very talented in in all the other stuff I've seen them involved in. It's just like you suddenly have to do twenty three procedural episodes while trying to like factor into the MCU, but you're really not under Kevin Feige's like you're not in Kevin Feige's uh fold, so this is kind of an unsanctioned TV show as far as like Marvel was Daddy it Mar- is. Was it Marvel <laughs> Entertainment? was um was was that show under marvel entertainment you know the first logo of marvel studios that's like just Mm -hmm. red and it doesn't have all the actors and stuff uh they used that logo and then very soon after all the tv shows were happening the movie logo started to change so this Mm -hmm. was under ike perlmutter uh and yeah yeah and soon after that marvel entertainment Oh, okay. And yeah, and soon after like this show started, uh, was when Kevin Feige ousted him from any control from the movies. So it became mm-hmm. his little bitter, shitty sandbox. He sure did. He sure like, did. <laughs> be like having ten kids in a sandbox and one keeps wanting to shit in it, and you're just like there's a little sandbox over there. You just stay over there, you bad kid. Fucking shit in that sandbox. Stop shitting in everyone else's sandbox. 
Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, very low budget. Trying to pretend like they're not in their own little sandbox. Uh, so, I'm glad that Clark Gregg and all those the actors seem very lovely. It's mm-hmm. just they were in a not very satisfying for me show. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Um, uh, I I went, yo, it was Hawkeye's arrow that saved her life. Um, do you remember that? And then I remembered exactly in the. I uh, loved her watching. I loved her seeing him, and yeah. that you know that sort of and and of course him you know saving her, but her seeing him and that really sort of cementing this image in her head you know and really yeah. looking up to him and stuff i love i love that and i was like oh, nice. yeah i i literally wrote well two things i wrote hawkeye has been a little girl's role model all this time and i was so happy uh but then <laughs> i've seen the movie so many times as soon as i saw him jumping from the top i was like oh this is right uh this is right when he swings through the window in the yeah. Avengers during the, the dark, the darkest moment in the fight where like he yep. goes and swings down. It's like, uh, and then, uh, uh, Thor and cap look all sweaty and exhausted and cap goes, you getting sleepy <laughs> and you know, Hulk gets shot by all those Chitari soldiers and, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what what would a sexist piece of shit think is a hard time for a woman. Uh, Black Widow breaks her heel, um, being sarcastic, but you know, given less credit. Fuck Joss Whedon again. <laughs> she, oh no, she broke a nail. That's it. <laughs> she broke a nail. <laughs> no, I for, I forget what. Uh, oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> for someone flaming a sexist asshole, it's kind of awkward that I can't remember what the woman was doing in that moment. <laughs> uh, you say something, actually, because I'm, I'm going gonna... trying to think. I'm literally trying to think of what the heck it was that happened, and cannot. <laughs> I can't even remember myself. Was that when she was on the roof with um, with what's his name? Was his name Eric? Oh, Eric Selvig. Yeah, was was that, you know, I thought that was when she was done. Well, I don't know. It might have been. I'm literally looking it up right now so I can uh, see. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Let me just say, Amazon's searching for my digital copy is just fucking awful because i literally even put avengers one bonus features for my version because there's like five different versions on there and the first thing it showed me was guardians of the galaxy and then the black widow movie and i'm just like you guys are a mess yeah not uh not doing great okay movies anywhere showed me films and one was the first avenger the only one that wasn't an avengers movie anyway oh i found the no not that uh let's see i i say something else you're looking you're looking for the first movie is that what you're wait sorry i i put down my headphone volume so i wouldn't hear the movie and then i didn't hear you what you just said what'd you say 
No, I was just asking. I said, you're lo- you're looking for the actual first movie to no. see that scene? Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, I found I have the movie. Oh, okay. Okay. I I just know I can uh I can say what Black Widow was doing cuz I feel bad. <laughs> for well, it's... one um one one thing that I do want to um say that I loved was her um training montage happened in the credits whose training montage oh oh yeah oh i thought you meant the post credits okay so no no her training montage was just all animated in the credits and i was and i literally i said i wrote training montage in credits appreciated (laughs) yeah i wrote that too i wrote all like the uh what is it how she had karate and all those things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess I was wrong because I saw him swing through there. And then uh, Incredible Hulk gets shot by all the Chitari, but I didn't right. see. Then we go on to the Helicary because uh, the missile that's going to destroy new york starts um this is really awkward to just be describing stuff okay iron man's <laughs> getting beat down i forgot about iron man i forgot about a boy too <laughs> iron man beat down Ooh. he he was he was like it's at uh around two hours and three minutes he's like huh. on his hands and knees and then he hears the call from nick fury and uh, shoot and tells uh, I'm listening to it muted. I'm just remembering the dialogue. He okay. tells Jarvis, put all the power into the rear thrusters. And Jarvis says, I already did. Cause I, I remember that cause it was a nice touch. And now we get the part where <laughs> uh, Thor and Captain America are getting hit shot at and Thor hits a car with his hammer and makes it roll. Fun fact, the, some random person in the skyscraper took a cooler shot than they actually filmed for the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you're right. Black Widow is on the roof with Eric Selvig. She's not having... She's not getting beat down. Okay. So, shocker. And she, and, and she didn't break a nail. I didn't look at her nails. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, Jesus Christ, how long have we been recording and we're not even to the credits? <laughs> Wait, hey, I just, I just brought us to the credits. I just brought us to the credits. Uh, the reason I say that, the, the reason I say that is because there's a quote right before that that I liked, which was uh, her mom saying that it's not her job to protect them. And then her daughter saying, I need a bow and arrow. Um. So my question is, Stain Tower, her school, is that like Obadiah Stain? Is there a, you know, technically in this universe, he hmm. died uh, on vacation. So, mm. you know, maybe Tony, while the Avengers were sitting around, Ian Swarma was like, you know, uh, Obadiah Stain, he was actually a total dick, like such a piece of shit. No one knows that because we covered it up. Facts. facts. Or, or you know, I wonder if after the first, at, uh, right when credits rolled 
in Iron Man 1, he was like, I am Iron Man. Credits. And then in reality, is like, and Obadiah Stane was a total cunt. <laughs> Guy Ritchie would say. <laughs> I, for, I totally forgot about Jeff Bridges. <gasps> no, 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 no. I know, I know about him. I for, I forgot that was his last name. Obadiah Stane. I would, ne- I would never forget Obadiah. Hmm. Well, because I, I like the bald head. Okay, moving on from the kinks. Um, <laughs> uh, Kate, I did you expect? Uh, did you expect that to go as uh, Marvel extreme as it did with the bell tower? What with the? Can I? I don't know what. I still don't know what happened. You, like she shot. She shot the thing. Uh-huh. and it hit the little doohopper which made the bell go ding 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 okay but why did it why My... did it fall over like i didn't get that it was that to show her her strength or you know what i'm saying like i didn't get i was like okay she rang it that's totally cool yeah. and then it was then all of a sudden you heard you know her all these noises and all this stuff and i was like why is that? Because doesn't the bell ring anyway? Doesn't yeah. it normally ring? So why is this, you know, that was my my thing with that. Yeah, I bet there's a, if it's a real place, a real school, I bet there's something that's like, and the bell no longer gets rung. <laughs> so their their whole dare was ring the bell for the first time in a hundred years but i'm Mm -hmm. watching it right now to see okay so she hits it does the very impressive shot where it wraps around and well it's going in right now she caught it it's ringing it's hitting um and yeah i think the issue is they have a wide shot when it starts happening Mm -hmm. so they're going woo I'm the baddest bitch here. That's what they actually say in a real Marvel movie. Uh, so they're looking, and I guess uh, she she had it swing too far, so it accidentally cracked a little bit. It hit one of the okay the okay. Um, pillars that okay. was holding the what what do you call it when there's a little uh, area in a backyard where people hang out? Never mind. Um, it looks like. Huh? A gazebo. It, it kind of looks, you know, the the structure that looks like the gazebo over it. She swung it too hard. Got it. Okay. Somehow, which doesn't really okay. make sense because right. it's that a was... badass bell. <laughs> well, well, that was what. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, okay, she rung it, but then I, you know, with, with that happening, I said, okay, what is that supposed to? What does that denote? Is you know her strength or the bell's old and they don't use it or what? I mean. I kind of was like, okay, it fell. I get that. Why? I bet if you needed to justify it, it's just the fact that having something with such momentum push it, it just pushed okay. it harder than it would have been if someone was like, ding, 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 ding. ding. Okay. You know? Okay. So no, okay. it's not, it's not some straight, if she, if they were like, if it's episode six, like, it's like, don't you remember? I cracked a bell. 
I've got uh, picks up a car super strength i'd be like fuck this show fuck it fuck everything fuck you you're not she hulk we have a show called she hulk coming out uh so no it's not i think it was just a little too much momentum uh, okay. ended up doing which is <laughs> the mail. at least it was at like one in the morning or <laughs> some shit so hopefully no one's in there okay um all right go for that yeah i uh i forget what i was watching but there was something making fun of marvel of oh it it was like poking fun at shang chi a little bit did you you did watch that right i i gotta tell you i haven't finished it it's it's been it's it's, you look excited it's been a strange week (laughs) okay so the joke that they were making you saw the bus fight right yes i did you had to all right spoilers for shang chi but if you're listening to this you've seen shang chi so you're fine um but they're like oh okay so like a a a classic like kung fu fighter fist fight on a on a bus cool 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 oh oh okay now it's uh now there's a person with a razor fist and the the female lead is driving the bus and also they're crashing. Okay, there's that Marvel over over the top. I loved it. I loved all that. I didn't actually feel like it was too much. I thought it was very natural. But that was the joke where I was like referencing the uh, Marvel doing too much or overdoing it. We're like, yeah, you could ring it a bell. It turned into speed on speed. <laughs> so speed to cruise control (laughs) where it's like we could have had her get in trouble for doing a prank but you know instead let's just destroy a whole bell tower but i liked it because it informs uh you know the corruption or the uh the i'm at this uh income level (laughs) with her mother you know, be like, ah, you did this thing and now I've got to buy him a new clock tower. It's a bell tower, actually. Well, it has a bell and a clock, bitch. I don't know why I'm saying bitch so much. It's probably because you're laughing. It's your fault. It's your fault I'm saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, what is what is, what's that? Who's that douchebag? It's my fault. It's like, I'm being Rick, Ricky Gervais. I'll stop making horrible jokes on twitter <laughs> when people stop liking the tweets um. oh my God. <laughs> no i'll stop oh. um yeah he's awful <laughs> i love him <laughs> what i said he's awful i love him <laughs> all right so my next note was uh rogers the musical <laughs> uh and i wrote i can believe this being in real life and looking exactly like this and uh black widow's a knockout who can knock you out but i thought it was very interesting i thought he was having ptsd to her sacrifice which he may have been as well but i i thought it was ptsd because the sound went out but that ended up being his uh, his hearing aid. 
Which I'm, I'm glad that they, I'm glad they introduced that. Is that something for the comics you, you've been waiting for? Makes sense. Uh, have you, yeah. did you get any opportunity to watch, to uh, read the Hawkeye comics? I have not. I've only read, I've, um, a long time ago. And honestly, I mean, don't, don't ask me for details. The only reason is because a friend of mine loves Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was something I read a long time ago. So that was why I knew about the, you know, about his ears and everything. But, um, but I liked the way that they, you know, because he obviously didn't have any any sort of hearing impairment before, but I like that they implemented it now, and um, you know, due to the trauma of everything that happened. So, I, um, you know, I'm not exactly. Well, no, I mean, I am a weirdo, but um, I like when the characters exhibit some sort of uh anxiety um ptsd some sort of uh you know it, whatever anger makes it more trepidation and whatever because um what they experienced with it being so you know massive and frightening period um i like the fact that it can come back at different times for them and and they sort of like re-experience that moment as opposed to just it was their you know it was their finest hour and all that and they just kind of go on from there so I actually you know I I like when they have those callbacks to it in that fashion so I that actually honestly that was actually a moment that that I appreciated seeing (laughs) It incorporates consequences. Mm-hmm. And let's mm-hmm. keep going. Um, well, if you want, I can lend you my copy of the Hawkeye comics. And that's def for anyone listening. That's definitely not be- just with a uh, comicsology password share. Actually, I can't. Ooh, Amazon, you clever bitch. All right. I promised that was going to be earlier. It was going to be my last bitch, but Amazon's a bitch. Even though I keep <laughs> paying from them because I'm basic. A basic bee. Um, but fuck Jeff Bezos. Uh, but they made it so they oh they're so clever because they they made it so you have to sign in from your Amazon account and then I can't share my Amazon account because then anyone could have my credit cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, never mind. But <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, I'm not. I was gonna say I could screenshot it, <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> It's too far. Do that. Do that. Um, highly recommended though. If there's ever a comicsology sale, well, you, I, I could see if the, you know, I could see if there's some way I can I can see it. I actually thought I had comic. I had comicsology at some point in time in my life. I know I did. Yeah. So, but I'll, um, yeah, I'll check it out. That this Go one ahead, is based so. on, but uh, what is it? He, okay, so he, I, I like. I'm not happy for him to have it, but I like that they kept the thread of him, you know, him losing his best friend and even small stuff like in the bathroom. Well, one, his daughter was so nice letting, telling him that he looks cool, even though it's definitely not true. Uh, one of the Rooster Brothers' daughters, by the way, 
coming mm-hmm. back without the Russos, you know, directing and still killing it. She's doing a great job. Um, but you know how like some oh, people. Are... Wait, wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That that mm-hmm. the, his daughter mm-hmm. is one of their daughters. Do- oh, that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yep. I actually, I really liked her. I actually really liked her. Yeah. And apparently there's like a thousand different Russo family members in those movies, you know, like extras and stuff. But like, I I would have totally thought it would be fair if, you know, she gave a great performance for, let's be real, the 75 seconds she's on screen in Endgame. Mm -hmm. And then she comes Mm -hmm. back to a meteor role without a safety net of like her dad around, you know, to help. Cause Mm -hmm. I, I could, and if she gave a a bad performance, I would have been right. like, you know what? It's a bummer that she gave a bad performance and now we'll always see this bad performance, but I get how we got here. I'm right, not going right. to, I'm not going to drag some teenage kid right. you know, <laughs> for suddenly getting a lot more asked of her than a cool cameo in for, a, for a part of time, the highest grossing film of all history. She was. She did good. She did good. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Good for her. You know. I liked her because I liked her. I think. Um. I think because I, you know, I identified with her. Um. In the sense of, because that's actually a funny thing that happens in families, all of the time, especially if it's girls, and boys. And it doesn't matter what the order is, you know, somehow the girl still ends up, you know, unless, unless it's like a baby, baby, baby girl or something. She's a year or two younger than her older brother, but she's matured faster than him because of biology. And so the the girl, you know, the girl, no matter what happens, it's always, you know, the girl's always like, you know, you, you keep your eye out. I know. Yeah. I, you know, I'll say whatever to him, but I know you're in charge. So you just make sure everything's okay. But that, I mean, that's, you know. And hell, even if family she... happened like that. And yeah. my family, you know, everyone in my family always says, it's like, it doesn't matter wherever the girls are in, in the uh, pecking order. Doesn't matter. You're always the one. You always look after your brothers, even your three older brothers. Look after everybody. Well, he actually had Hawkeye had the older brother be in charge technically but i i like even if she wasn't more mature than him which they definitely painted it as she is uh there would have been bickering like the i think that was a a huge strength of home alone to have them all bickering like assholes to each other yeah i'm sure i would be willing to bet like Considering how much closer Home Alone was to the Leave It to Beaver age than I have, I think it is to today. Don't quote me on that, but I don't know. So I, mean, I feel like in number of years, it's definitely closer to Leave It to Beaver than to Let's Be Honest About the World, which is today's time in our media. I think that was a great strength to have everyone, to have some of the family members just be assholes and have all the kids bicker. You trying to you trying to figure out? I'm math in the math. Let's see. Leave. I'm it. math in the math. Okay, we got. We're going to be zooming a lot more than we have been so far. But Leave It to Beaver came out in 
57. Home Alone. Okay, yeah, okay. I thought it was, I thought it was the 50s. Nope, 1990. So it has been 31 years and then 51. I had a feeling that I was wrong just by a bit. But, you know, I would be willing. I'd still it's be willing still, to It still bet. feels like it. Still feel, I mean, it still feels like there's this huge gap. I'd still you, be willing if, to bet that I'm that would sorry. be unusual to see. Sorry, I don't not trying to interrupt, but I don't know what the fuck's going on. But in case you hear, <laughs> sounds like my ceiling is coming down. Maybe this. I don't know what's going on up there. Yeah, but I'm not. This, so if I happen to glance up there, I apologize. But let's roll. Let's yeah, roll. I can't see Holly holding a broomstick with a knife <laughs> taped on the end of the <laughs> stick and her jabbing in an upwards direction. That's not something I can see. Um, uh, in terms of the PTSD of his losing his best friend the Thanos was right on the urinal yeah that's that's not what he wants to see and then I I love this for all the YouTubers who have had, had to be preaching this and that people still need to learn but the awkward selfie douche in the urinal. One, he doesn't even ask for a selfie. Well, one, he's right next to the guy, which is no, no. And then in the, in the, you know what? And I noticed that because I, I look, I'm, I'm not a guy and I don't go in urinals, but, but she I does know the go rules. And here, <laughs> that's the one part of like, insecure and, toxic masculinity i guess technically that i think so, should be it should be the last domino to fall <laughs> i want rule, in 200 if years you, if there are a bunch of urinals yeah then and guys at this one if you can you don't need to go to this <laughs> one right next yeah. to go on i space is good if you can avoid space being next to each other at the urinal 100 percent. 100 percent so I I hope in 200 years every single facet of toxic masculinity has been untaught to future generations except that rule. <laughs> and then and then see it finally be be rinsed out. Be like cuz be like why are you insecure about a guy being next yeah. to you? Hmm? You know what? That's actually interesting you say that because that wasn't even the angle I was thinking. Oh, no, like, but it was mine. You know, I, was, I wasn't thinking of it having anything to do with toxic masculine. I was just thinking of oh, yeah. just get away from why go, go. Why are you here? Go. It's, yeah, it's We're just trying. the rabbit hole That's if you think me, about it. You know. Like the origin is clearly like, why are you next to me? You gay? You trying to look at my dick? Okay, like, don't, I gotcha. Like, I oh, gotcha. I, I'm I'm insecure about a guy seeing my dick, possibly. Okay. Which in reality, gotcha. it's like, nah, there's not, no, nah, it's not. Okay. You should okay. be more concerned about your pee hitting your pants. <laughs> <laughs> like, you either ricocheting off the urinal, or you lose focus and it gets a little <laughs> too far. <laughs> it stops peeking out so far. <laughs> oh, God, you're crazy. <laughs> Takes one to no one. <laughs> um, yeah, and the fact that the second thing is he didn't even fucking ask. 
he's one, he's got his dick in his hand while the other guy's got his dick in his hand. And he's like, yeah. So like, like he's ordering for fucking pickup delivery. You know, a selfie would be great. My kids would love to see it. And then a half second later, the lurking, like I've heard disguised toast being like, baby, come up and ask for a selfie. I'll give you all the selfies you want. But sometimes there's someone who who's either too nervous and just lurks or just wants to be around you. And after the selfie, they're still in the proximity. It's just like, we're water. We're, we got to do, <laughs> we got to take our different rivers. <laughs> let's, let's, this is getting awkward. And that's exactly what is now the right time. Like, I appreciated that just for all, just as twofold. One, all the people who have experienced that and like, hey, fucking men, thank you. And then all the people who will see this, maybe being like, hopefully, I hope so, going, Ooh, I've done that. I've done that. I shouldn't do that. Mm. It's what we went, my, my, when my parents and I, we were going in to see uh, Kelly. I don't know. She, she's finally going to tell everyone that she's from a family, family of billionaires. I've been waiting. No, I'm not. (laughs) But I wasn't going to out her. Whoever the, (laughs) whoever the guy is. And now it's Kelly, you know, now it's Kelly Ryan. Michael Strahan was with her at the time. So it was okay. All those names. I don't recognize. And, um, uh, the, is it sports show? A talk show. What talk show? It's on um a- ABC Kelly Ripa. It used to be Regis and Kelly. The last time I watched ABC was when I was watching Agents of Shield. And it used to, <laughs> it used to be Regis. Oh, First okay. it was Regis and Kathy Lee, then it was Regis I and am. Kelly. All that stuff. So anyway, I got tickets for my parents and I to go because they were visiting me out in New York. And we're standing there. Are you about to flame your parents for being bad fans? No, we were <laughs> waiting to go in. And so I glanced and I saw this guy walking down the street. And in my head, I go, I know who that is. Dwayne Johnson. Hmm. Okay. And uh, no, it was Chris Rock. And he was just walking him by himself, backpack on his back and everything. My mom is that. crazy excitable. And my stepdad, you know, he plays it cool. So I'm thinking my mom's going to see him and she's going to lose her mind. And she, and I elbowed her and I said, Hey, look over there. Look over there. So we, we look over, we see him. We didn't say a word. And he looked at us. We did that black thing where he said, and then we said, See, that's for anyone listening see, she's he, if you've seen he, ted lasso when uh when leslie says that he gives sam obasanya a cool nod and then the two women go oh that is cool that's exactly what she did and if you don't know what i mean by cool nod that because you haven't watched ted lasso go fucking watch ted lasso that goes to you holly as oh well you've been sleeping on it I gave you my Apple TV Plus subscription to watch it, and you haven't. <laughs> if you have time, would you have time to watch one 30-minute episode of Ted Lasso by next week? 
because I just want to have that joy in my life knowing yes, that you... I could do that. I could, cool. I could do that. You committed to that by next Wednesday? Okay. Sweet. I'm so happy. Diamond dogs. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what I'm talking about, but you will. I would not be surprised. Oh, my God. By the way, one thing. The first time I got a free year of Apple TV Plus when I had bought an <clears throat> upgrade to a new iPhone, I watched one episode and then I didn't watch another one. And I've heard some people that are like, say that. But man, I've watched it all the way through at least 10 times, both seasons. Um, so if for some, I was going to say, I would not be surprised if you watched both seasons by next week, truthfully. Mm-hmm. But okay. if you don't have the urge to watch both seasons by next week, just watch the second, third. Just keep going. There's going to be a point where you, like, honestly, I'm not even being hyperbolic. There will be a point where, like, I would pay $60 a year to keep watching this. Because I, okay. cause I will. <laughs> well, I know a lot of people that, that, that really, really, really like that show. Yeah, just like this guy. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. If after season three comes out, which is going to be the end of the show, Apple TV Plus mm-hmm. is like, we have a Steelbook complete se- season for $400. Under normal circumstances, I would say, go fuck yourself, you fucking greedy pieces of shit. It's fucking 34 episodes, you cocksuckers. Uh, but in this case, I would be like, you idiot. You've saved me so much money thinking of now till the day I die, how much I would have spent to keep this show in my life. You fool. You fool. Oh, my my gosh. I will watch the first episode. Sweet. Um, (laughs) Where were we? I have uh, no idea. Um, I wrote his, his daughter reminded me of mine because she saying that they didn't need to watch the rest of the show. It I thought was so generous, so emotionally intelligent of a mm-hmm. you know, of a young daughter to be thinking about her father like that. Um, I literally wrote, "I love it," and she reminds me of my amazing. Uh, is uh what was it oh i i'm confused about what the argument was in the opener because my next note was mom is now rich instead of needing to worry about rent like when katie was a kate was a little girl but like she literally says her mom when she reunites with kate says you're the young feel, think they're invulnerable and the rich think they're invulnerable and you've always been both. So, I mean, weren't, weren't the parents arguing about like money troubles in the beginning? Like they'd have to move away from New York or am I completely wrong? I thought they were, I didn't think they were rich in the beginning. I mean, they're in your New York in a, not on the first floor <laughs> and I their mean, place I- is pretty nice. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I know that. And, See, I mean, this is I, what I'm saying. She's that, a billionaire family. That. She's <laughs> it's out, the cat's out of the bag. Cat's <laughs> out, why do you put the cat in the bag? 
The answer is, fuck you, I'm rich. I can do what I want. That's what Holly's going to say. Not at all. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I got lucky. My my the condo yeah, I born stayed into in billions. New Jersey. Nope. <laughs> I I stayed in a condo in New Jersey, Edgewater, New Jersey. Crazy, pricey, ridiculous. I had a view of the Hudson River. I and think this is this George is convincing people of the thing you think it's convincing you. It, it was luck. That was <laughs> luck. Me happening upon that was total luck. It's total luck. I lived in a condo with a great view. I had a butler. Now I live in San Francisco, and I and I get escorted around. And my I guess I'm not going to mention. Floor. I guess I, I guess I won't mention that I like. I'm in. I live in Long Beach, but I'm literally right across the street from the ocean. I, I thought you were in I San Francisco. <laughs> no, no. I'm in. I'm in Long Beach, and I I cross the street, the big street right there, and then I'm on the. I walk down the stairs. I'm on the boardwalk. See, she says she crosses the street, but what she means is she's being carried. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't used her legs for watch walking in five years, not because she can't. But because she doesn't need to. <laughs> That's her struggle. Oh, that is so She's funny. like that. She's like that uh, televangelist who's like, I got all these people criticizing me for buying a private jet. So you know what I did? I bought a second one. Cash. <laughs> Real. Look up John Oliver, televangelist. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Oh my God, it's hilarious. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> See, her her purebred white butler is dabbing her eyes for her now. That's a reference to another Apple TV Plus show, Acapulco. First episode I've just watched recently. <sighs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to let you keep saying that. I'm going to let you, I am going to let you speak that straight into existence. That's. I was just going to say, she believes in manifest destiny. Yeah. Um, you know, hey, you know, that if you see it, then I believe it. Uh, all right. Dinner. The next part is dinner with the Bartons. Um, they're cute. I, huh? I said they're cute. Yeah. Uh, the but the the thing that I want to point out is that it's very interesting to me the facets that you don't always think about like dinners on us it's a nice thing we'd all like to be that famous where like dinner someone can come up and be like dinners on us you know it it would just be of course we would probably refuse you know like uh, Emma Stone's character in La La Land you know we're at yeah. the we can afford it but just knowing that you're that famous that someone would offer. Or that you're that much of a quote unquote hero in this case. Uh okay. it's a nice feeling, but because but you know, the truth for Hawkeye is that it's another reminder of his profession and all okay. the baggage that came with it. Which, okay. you know, it, it's it's like uh how people need to be reminded that famous people are people that deserve their privacy. You know, you see, I mean, like, fuck Logan Paul and especially Jake Paul. But, you know, people have pointed out that outside Logan Paul or Jake Paul's house or whatever, they they were parents 
chanting to their children that we made them like we gave them their career we made them rich they as a reason or uh, as like logic for why they deserve their attention they should come out and keep giving them attention and sign everything they want to they're, while they're at their fucking house outside um uh, yeah that's you know and i and and you know i i can't stand those corn balls but i am absolutely against that yeah i mean even I'm absolutely against that like yeah fuck jake paul but don't go to his house you know and especially don't go to your house if you've been invited with the intention of fucking jake paul he doesn't deserve it Duran <laughs> has a song called undergoing treatment and in the song simon lets you know if you see him he's outside of his house in the garden don't ask him for an autograph hmm. if you see him he's with his daughters they're out do not approach him I, and i like that I love that. It's, you know, people need to be told that shit. You know, there's another Ted Lasso reference I could make if I remembered the artist. <laughs> there's a there's a point where like someone asks how how coffee with an underwear model was and she says, uh, it's like a a something painting. I forget the painter. Beautiful to look at. But so dim. <laughs> I wish I remembered the art because that's how I would describe Jake Paul. Like I'm sure his body is beautiful to look at, but you, that brain is dimmer. Setting has been set all the way down. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, I fucking love that Kate didn't wear the red dress. One, and hey, I wrote yes. this Ted Lasso reference in my notes. She borrowed Roy Kent's suit because <laughs> it's all black. <laughs> I liked. I I loved that she didn't that she didn't wear that. Yeah. And, I like and, her because it's not. It's. I mean, it's not even that. It's like you know, she's like Tom. It's not even that you know, she's tomboyish and whatever. That's just her. Yeah, I. I would you know what I'm saying? Her character is like I Billie, like that Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. You know, Billie Eilish spent so much time in the baggiest clothes because that's what she felt comfortable in mm-hmm. and uh oh, gee, ooh, that that poor baby needed to she needed to because and it would have been some trouble Ooh, would have been trouble well also i'm a, i'm imagining that if kate bishop ever decides to do uh what billy eilish has recently done which is dress in a more sexual fashion mm-hmm. it's one thousand well this is a superhero and supervillain show. So it's anything like that most recent Charlie's Angels film. It might not be her choice. But if she's ever walking into a room dressed in an attractive way, it's 100% mm-hmm. going to be her choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Outside of that literally movie, <laughs> movie kind of situation <laughs> of her being kidnapped and a really sexist douchebag puts her in a sexy Jasmine type outfit. Uh, you know what I mean? Because that's what they did in Charlie's Angels. Um, did you see that one? I'm glad. No. It, it, it felt uh, very effortlessly feminine, but they did such a shitty job with the action sequences, filming the action sequences. Mm. 
Like if they had if they had just had an extra five million dollars for the action budget to take their time and like film it in wide shots and stuff, they had Bill Pope who did the Matrix trilogy. <laughs> and and every, still fucked? Well, everything was shot in like two close of close ups and then edited together. So so you just know those, I hate that those kind of fight scenes. Yeah. But to give it a little you know, a a little grace that mm-hmm. 100% means we have half the time we would like to have. We right, have to just right. film the pieces so that we can edit it together. We cannot risk right. doing a wide single shot like John Wick right. and then fucking our day by losing everything. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh. And plus, Elizabeth Banks was a first-time action director, so right, right. even if they had the extra budget, I'm sure something wouldn't have been top tier you know because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to bring it back to the russo brothers in civil war they ooh, they pulled out every favor they had at their back pocket the sequence where uh black panther is chasing bucky that was mm-hmm. uh the john wick directors came hmm. in to help film that oh okay because you know? okay. they they were the stunt coordinators actually on um on the matrix trilogy yeah so they were like we could do it or we could get somebody who this is Tuesday to them to do it. Eh, we'll do Tuesday. Tuesdays, Tuesday to them sounds better than us trying to figure out how to make this look. <gasps> Holy shit, he just stole that fucking bike and then swung it over his head and then mounted it all in one shot. You know, so. That was, that was, yeah. That was uh, great. <laughs> Point five. Best Best Marvel movie so far. Best Avengers movie, according to him. How are you gonna add the according to him? I was gonna be happy. I was so well. Be, well, because fuck just happened on your cause, side because I don't agree that it, <laughs> that it is. So that's but, why. Right, but, but wait, wait, rewind. Your react, whatever you were reacting to, I thought you had an armed intruder just come in because it was straight up like, <gasps> like this is the like. This Zoom call would be the evidence to catch your murderer, whatever that jump was. I don't know if your cat jumped on your desk. And just... I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. All right. Well, then you can look at. The I bomb. literally <laughs> would have to go. I literally would have to go back and watch because I don't even remember. I love it. Anyway, um, <laughs> see, uh. And so you're you're going to I did not take I did not take any notes and you're good like at the I watched it. I watched it and enjoyed it, but since you took the notes, um then you you can drive us on through and then I can make the commentary on on what I saw. I do drive for a living, so that's fine. Um, there you go. Uh it 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 was it hurt that she found out that her mom was engaged. From somebody else. That was. Cool. Cool. Tell you that Armand the third. I mean, you know, know, the the thing to find out is why he hates her mom. So I have a theory. Well, first off, my first impression of him was he's such a freak. I literally wrote that saying that Jack isn't lucky to be marrying Kate's mother and calling her a prize of a mother. 
Uh, I know. Like that, that was him right. uh, extending an olive branch to the daughter. But I mean, like, whatever he thinks, all those thoughts, I think as the episode went by, it felt a little, it might be a little more justified. Um, but to say it to her daughter, that's pretty freaky. No matter what. Know. Here, here's why I think it was a little more justified. The The more we went in, the more I got suspicious that the mother is a secret villain. He's something. He's something. Yeah. I, I think Without she's... Without a, a doubt. She is, she is... I don't know what she is, but she's something. I think she's a secret villain and Jack knows it. Because even my daughter... At, Really? I think it was episode two. My daughter started saying, I think the show is trying to trick us and make us think that he's the bad guy, but he's not. Or, and then she went overboard when she saw that I was like so excited that she had that suspicion, you know, because she's 10. I, if she, if it completely went over her head, I wouldn't blame her. She has seen a right, lot less right, movies right. than me. Um, but then she, she like went a little overboard. I think she's like, or the show knows we're going to and then he really is I'm like <laughs> I think you need to take the win <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I was at honestly I'll tell you what I was looking at everybody cross eyed because hmm. I was like except for Kate and Hawkeye but I was going I didn't like the mom, but see, I liked the mom before. And, you know, at the very beginning, I was like, oh, what a nice, oh, yeah. oh, oh, that was, and then all of a sudden at the end, at the, at, it felt more like, like she was, the, like she was treating Kate as the enemy. How do you mean? Just. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm, you know, maybe it's just come because I'm a daughter and I have my. my oh, she was gaslighting, and her? we have a, you know, we have a, but we mothers and daughters, you know, have weird relationships anyway, good and bad, but you know that way it kind of gets tied up together. But there was something because, like in the beginning, I felt like you know she's like protective of her. And then the girls taking all the classes and the judo and the this and the this. So I was thinking, is she training her for? You know what I'm saying? Is she having her have training for something? And if that's so, then that's okay. But then, what if? I mean, would she somehow think that if she's priming her daughter, like? to work with her or be part of something bad, whatever shady thing she's doing. She's shady. And, but she's realizing her and her daughter kind of being on the outs that it's going to kind of seem like there's no way that she's going to be able to bring her daughter in. Um, And even possibly they may find themselves that out of because she just, because, you know, with all the stuff that was going on and everything that, you know, she heard about and they talked about in the news and all that, you know, and the mass people and all that stuff, you know, she knew that picture of the mass person was her daughter. You know, she knew that. Uh, I actually, I think if, if it was like, Shang-Chi 
where you saw that the father was making his son train, then I would think that she's trying to get her into the fold of whatever she's doing. Well, I mean, it's not, it I don't was... think she was trying to make, it's not even that I thought she was trying to make her train, but just, um, you know, I, well, uh, you know, here. maybe I just don't know, but she was in 17,000 different, like, you know, <laughs> let me, let me, let me in... just respond to what you, what you've said first, before you say more stuff, <laughs> because okay. I, I don't want to, because the amount of stuff I need to catch up with is, uh, I don't want to forget. I, um, I think the training I think is was motivated by Hawkeye. Um, I don't think she's trying to get her okay. into whatever she's doing. I don't know if she knows that it was Kate as the pictures because none of the pictures were really close up. I mean, wait, I think I had a note. Because all, all of a sudden she pops up. She's like. You know, she go, that, she's at the thing. She's fine. All of a sudden, next time she sees her, she's got a cut and a cut. Mm. But, mm. Okay. But I think uh, the that original argument of, that I had on a first watch, I had thought was about money with the father. I yeah. think it was actually about the father knowing what kind of shady shit the mother's been up to and wanting to get out of it. Um, mm. So, yeah, that's why... And plus, I mean, when my mom brought home my stepdad, I, I, you know, rebelled or like started questioning him. So everything, all the mom's reactions about questioning this, the, this future stepfather Mm -hmm. just seemed pretty natural to me, however. So I'm, I think if the mom is a secret villain, this is a case of like, she's trying to hide it from her daughter. Mm-hmm. and go about her business i don't think her mom cares about legacy in terms of does that make sense like she's just doing it because that's what she wants to do and then she'll she's it'll let, let her daughter do what she wants to do well i mean but that's why she was talking about you know you're going to go to college and then you're gonna do this, oh yeah the and then you're gonna and then you're that, gonna work at the security company and blah blah blah. and then she's like you know she's like like you want to do she's like no like you want me to do so i guess i was saying just because just even because of that oh, yeah. in a way she was kind of ordering her footsteps you know now where they would lead that's a whole other story you know but that you know that's what i'm saying it's good. That's why we have discussions. Yeah. Um, my my note that got me excited was uh, <laughs> I thought Kate would do the C. So when the mother and Armand are arguing, I thought maybe she's not such an angelic figure. And then when her mom was passing Kate and she clearly didn't see her, uh, I thought they were going to do the CW thing and like let her just keep going. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever seen those CW shows where people are like hiding? But they're doing CW shows. Yeah, when they hide around the corner like Kate did while listening to her mom and Armand, but uh, they're yeah, really yeah, yeah. doing mm-hmm. a shitty job of hiding. And you just for it to work when you think about it, it's like okay, so that person doesn't have peripheral vision. Gotcha. Okay, they just it doesn't exist. I thought they you're were right. gonna do you're that. Right. Do we, do we... Yeah. And they still did that part of it, but I really liked that Kate confronted her. Right. She didn't just let her pass 
I, it was just such a, it's a small detail, but I got really excited. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. We're like, she's, 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 sorry, she's not focused to... on like <gasps> being secretive. Yeah. Even if it doesn't make sense. Did. Well, see, you know what? I, let me say that's, I like that about Kate. Because it's like, you know, she'll see something, whatever. And then instead of just sort of holding it in or whatever, she's like, all right, so what, what's this about? What's yeah. going on? Why didn't yeah. you tell me? You know, I, I not... like that that she does that. Yeah. And it, it probably helps that she's never been a superhero at this point in the episode. But she's not Peter Parker. Like, Peter Parker would 100% be like, So what does that mean? And for anyone listening, I zipped my <laughs> mouth shut and then pulled on, mimed pulling on the Spider-Man mask. Because Peter's not gonna, oh, you know, yeah, not he's not gonna be like Lottie fucking da. I'm being a school kid, Lottie fucking da. And then he sees a villain, he's not gonna be like, hey, stop it. He's gonna put on the mask first and then swing in. But um, all right. So, oh my god! While I still think he's rough around the edges, I don't think Armand was the villain that we were supposed, to, like, meant to think he is. Uh, cause really, yeah, I think he's just a rich douchebag, like okay. who does who doesn't mind being rude around people he subconsciously thinks he's better than. Or just speaking his mind all the time. Because, you know, there's a certain income bracket, Elon Musk, where they think they can comment on fucking everything. Yeah. By the way, I have owned a Tesla. I love Tesla. I love that Elon Musk is helping save the planet by moving us to electricity. And he should shut the fuck up about anything COVID because he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. I like him, but if I was his friend, I'd be like, shut the fuck, stop. No, don't go on Joe Rogan's podcast because all he likes to do is talk about stupid COVID misinformation bullshit. Stop it. Both of you. You, Joe, Elon, zip it. (laughs) Go do what you're good at. Lift some, do DMT, Joe, and you go save the world, Elon. Um, from climate change, not from COVID. Because <laughs> you don't know what the leave the scientists to do what they're good at. Uh, <laughs> so I think he's oh just God. he's just he doesn't. I mean, he fucking pays probably ten dollars a fucking butterscotch to have his goddamn name on it. You know what I mean? Like he is breathing rarefied air that does not come with manners being taught so i think he's just someone who lacks the proper amount of manners and he just knew he just figured out that uh kate's mom is has some blood on her hands or dirt under her fingernails or some shady shit um and he's looking out for his nephew to not get involved in that and I think we're going to find out that 
that's exactly the opposite of what his nephew is interested in. Especially mm-hmm. since we see him stealing the Ronin sword okay. and mm-hmm. everything. Like, he's willing to bend the rules. He lies in episode two, which, you know, I'm sure. I'm so happy for everyone who's like, oh, we know he is the bad guy and doesn't know, doesn't have any suspicions of the mom. Because I, I, I wish, I wish I was like that. I wish everything, every twist could be a surprise. I wish Shyamalan movies ever worked on me. That's a lie they do. Split until they worked on me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> so, so that, I think... You're funny. <laughs> I think we'll find, you know, that the mom killed Armand the third, And, uh... Yeah. And I think we'll find that Jack's last name is middle name is red and last name is Herring. Uh, <laughs> but, but for some unknown reason, lowercase R and lowercase H because he's, you know, I, you know, I always, whenever somebody says red Herring, I always think about red Herring uh, um, from Scooby-Doo. Oh, I don't From, know the, it's, it's a cartoon, but it's like the mini Scooby, like the young pup, a uh, pup called Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. And so, whenever they're solving it, um, when Fred always says, "I know who it was," and he always says it's Red Herring, who is this boy that has curly red hair, and so he accuses him of everything all the time. Of course, it's never him. So I'm sorry. You say Red Herring, I think about the little. <laughs> I think about 22 Jump Street, which had a clue that was based, you should, had a clue based on somebody's arm tat. And then uh-huh. uh, when Channing Tatum finally sees the arm tat, it's not the tattoo they're looking for. He's like, what's that on your arm? He's like, oh, yeah, this is my high school mascot. The I don't I forget the state or whatever, but it's the city. I'll just say Chicago because that's where I'm The Chicago Red Herrings. <laughs> or something like he does a cockadoodle do. I just thought it was appropriate. Um, all right, let's see. I know we're like losing it, man. Mm-hmm. All right, so the fat. I love that they not only used the the Roy Kent the black suit for her to show that you know she's not like other girls, but also. They got extra mileage out of it because it helps her get into the secret rich people meeting because um, they're douchebags oh who think God. she's a waitress. Yeah. And then, uh, holy shit, the Triceratops head skull for $2 million. I loved the the touch of him saying, and remember, this is for display at home purposes only, and you don't remember where you got it from. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and then I laughed hard. I I was hoping this would be the case, and I laughed really hard when Gary actually existed. But I thought her uh her response was so smooth, like, "See, that's the problem, Gary. You don't even know my name. I quit." <laughs> I love that scene. Yeah, I love that scene. Who told you to be on? Gary? I'm Gary. I love that. <laughs> Um, and it, it helps. I like her. I like her. I really like her. I like her personality. That couldn't, I feel couldn't is really complimentary. Couldn't I, disagree I, more. 
I um hate her. I hate hate her. You know the one thing I'd change about her? Nope. Make her a man. <laughs> oh, that was satire, by the way. He and I did it because I see because I see I saw the looks on her face. She, I'm like, I don't appreciate you reminding me of all the like uh like dinners on us. I don't appreciate your very incredibly funny satire lampooning of all the douchebags that I've met in my life that would unironically have said that. Because yes, while they are douchebags and you're lampooning them, you reminded me of their existence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Um, anyone who would say... <laughs> Wait, I want to find... Okay, only because... For the last 13 years, not 13 years, actually, when did Thor come out? Ever since Thor, everyone's punching bag has been Hawkeye. And I want to now find the people on the internet Why who are that? so Can toxic. I- no, wait, this isn't, this isn't the point I'm making. Who are so toxic, they're like, oh, of course, progress. You got to replace Hawkeye with a whammon. With women, I want to find those people because I know they exist. But we've spent so many years, at least you know, let's say since we know 2012 for Avengers, at least nine years using Hawkeye as a punching bag as the one They're person everyone feels like they agree that he's the one they make fun of. I know there has. I I want to know because either. There are like five people complaining about that since it's a character that apparently no one gives a shit about, or at least the grand majority of people don't give a shit about, or it's the one time a the mantle, the male mantle is being replaced by a female and they don't care because they've been insulting it anyway. I'm really curious. Interesting. interesting. And I'm... I just want to know how how low or uh those kinds of people would sink. Like how 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 obsessed are you of stopping any male character being replaced by a female? What'd you say? I it's uh, yeah. you haven't heard anything? I mean, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not looking for it. Like I mean, stuff I know, like I know No Time to Die. Because they do that all the time. I know there's like, people out there. Like No Time to Die, of course, I'm going to see headlines about it because it's fucking yeah, Bond yeah. and people. Absolutely. That little dick energy is magnified because it's the Bond franchise. There's just that, a wider that, that, pool of people for toxic people to come <laughs> in with. And, you know, Bond is a very, himself, he's a toxic character. So I'm sure it's easier for toxic people to be like, look, he's doing it. It means it's okay. Give me another beer, Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) What is is this? Wait, you got a a six pack? What are you? We can't. Wait, wait, who are we? The queen? Um, I want to, I want to see the pie chart of toxic bond fans who complained about Nomi. And see how small a sliver of that same group of people complained about Hawkeye being replaced. <laughs> anyway. So very different. Um, okay, so this next note is definitely, it definitely helped that I had seen the comic books. But 
as soon as I heard people speaking Russian, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. I know they're coming in. Uh, the Russian bros or the, 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 uh, what was it? Tracksuit mafia. I just call Which them Russian. I, bros. They speak. I call everyone bro. love them. And they made me laugh. They were hilarious. I love yeah. them. Kate Bishop is not guy. Kate yes. Bishop is guy. He's guy we look for. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of toxic men, them, uh, them just calling everybody guy. I know. I the love one that. instance of it not being toxic. Like everyone, of course, assumes Ronan is a guy because people assume that people oh. who are masked are men more often because there are more of them that exist in this universe. But for the for the tracksuit mafia, they don't change it up because it wasn't about gender to them. It was about I presume their limited, uh, more limited English vocabulary. I mean, maybe. Or they just call which, everyone I, guy. They're like, I bro. Tell you, I love that. Yeah. I love that. I fucking that, love them. That really made me laugh. You, like, you, a lot. You will laugh just as hard reading the comics because they do the same thing. They're like, yeah, bro. <laughs> like, who's that, bro? I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I wrote, whoa, they're selling the Ronin sword. And then two, they didn't know that Ronan was Hawkeye, which actually makes okay. makes a lot of sense, I think. Um, can I ask? And I'm sorry, there's no. there's something I'm no, you can't. I'm listening, but there's I'm looking down. There's something I can't. gotta finish. Not allowed. But um, ask. to to flip the Ted Lasso quote that I'm about to reference, uh, don't be uh, be judgmental, not curious. Uh, <laughs> he was actually quoting Walt Whitman, but it's fine. No. Damn it, do you see what you just did? <laughs> did I make you forget the question you, you had? You made me forget down? the question. But uh, you had it written down. You were looking down at your notes. Okay, okay. Don't. Okay, you know I didn't see when he was um, crazy and he was slicing and dicing everybody. Did you see Endgame? No. What? No. What? Didn't you know that? What? No, it's it's at the moment the highest grossing film in history. With, without me. How? How have you not? <laughs> How? You have Disney Plus. What? I mean, still watch Ted Lasso first, but holy shit. That's a close second. I've never seen it. What? I've never seen it. Wait, have you seen Infinity War? Um, It's fine if you um, haven't. It's I, I I did see it one time. Okay, I was gonna. If you hadn't seen that, I was gonna be like, wait a minute. You keep insulting Captain America, the uh, Civil War, and rolling your eyes when I say it's the best Avengers movie. And the other two movies you've seen are by Josh. I'm intentionally saying Josh Whedon. <laughs> that was gonna be my joke. <laughs> 
I saw Infinity War. Did you not see Endgame? Because spoilers to everybody, but you're not here if you haven't seen Infinity War. Because Black Panther died. Is that why you didn't watch Endgame? No. Oh, okay. I didn't watch Endgame because I hated Infinity War. All right. Well, that'll be a discussion for another time because we're already running super, 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 super fucking late. Like you texted me at 10 a.m. my time about watching both episodes of Hawkeye and it is now 4.48 p.m. my time. <laughs> no, we're not going to do it. This, we're not going to get the second episode. We no, yeah, we, we yeah. We'll, we'll do it uh, maybe tomorrow or something. But uh, <laughs> okay, so wait, yes. what were we talking about? Uh, Ronan, okay. It's yeah, in the first th- like half hour of the movie. So, but that's when he was going and he was slicing and dicing, yeah? Uh, he was not gone in in the movie. It opens with uh, his, uh, in a spoiler for you, it's the first scene, but it's powerful, but spoiler for you. Uh, his whole family gets dusted. So he's alone in a world without his family. So he goes dark. And the scum of the earth that are left with everyone who didn't get snapped away, his mission right. is to kill them. Okay. He he goes he goes Daredevil, Netflix Daredevil. Okay. Actually he goes did you watch Netflix Daredevil? Yeah, the, I saw a lot of it. Did you see Electra? No, I did not see Electra. Well, basically, he he became judge, jury, and executioner, and that was the way he coped with losing his entire family. Mm. But he all, okay. apparently he only went after he only killed people who like really deserved it. So it it was a wrong thing to do. Ultimately, like being judge, jury, executioner, but he didn't kill. As far as we can tell, he didn't kill anyone who actually didn't deserve to die. I've heard some things. You should watch it. I recommend it. Okay. So are you saying out of the the quote unquote four Avengers movies, and in this I'm including Captain America Civil War, that your favorite Avengers movie is a Joss Whedon film? Yeah. Okay. Yep. The first the first one, because I the I hated the second one. Yeah, the second one's um, the second one had a lot of promise, but it was a mess. Um, um I think you should watch. I it liked, again. I liked I like parts it. of the third one, uh, except for the fact that it was supposed to be a Captain America movie. Um, I Just talking about Civil War. Anyone listening? Because it's very confusing. I calling it did terrible. not like the fourth one, and I did not Infinity see the fourth War. One. You should here. This is what I think would get you watching. Uh, Endgame. The one time I screamed, so in Age of Ultron, the time I screamed out in the theater was when Vision picked up the hammer, and I went, "Fuck yeah, language!" Mm. I was already making references to the movie while the movie was still playing. Sleep deprived, forty hours. Uh, the one thing I screamed in the middle of—I mean, besides. Uh, while watching Endgame was Shuri! Uh, 
much. Letitia Wright is young and she needs more education about what COVID is because she tweeted some COVID misinformation, but she's fucking 16 or something. So like, I'm not going to drag her like I she's in her she's in her 20s, but she also is. She's also very, um, she's into conspiracy. Oh, shit, she's 28? Fuck her. That's she must I have said. been 27. I, I mean, she plays Shuri. Uh, Shuri's 16. She looks, yeah. All she's, right. she's, very, she's very religious, and, she, and, and take that and roll that in with some conspiracy, and, and that's, that's, where she's, that's where she's at. Okay, small F. Fuck her. She has room to mature and learn if she gets the right people in her life. That I'm sure I had some rough edge. I'm perfect now. I'm 32. <laughs> but, you know, there are... Wow, she really plays 16 well. I know. I, know. <laughs> I was going to throw her a she, complete she bone. Yeah, no, she, she looks really, really, really Yeah, young. she plays Sherry like she... Okay, never mind. Uh, maybe I change who I want to get the Black Panther mantle. I wanted it to be Shuri, but she was 27 when she shared that. So I'm a little, uh, I'm a little more flexible on that 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 hope. <laughs> uh, but I'm not gonna flame her at 28 as hard as I'm gonna flame fucking Joe Rogan and. Elon Musk, especially with their much larger fan bases and more loyal fan bases, you know, because I'm sure people are still making memes talking about how Shuri's not the most intelligent person in the Marvel Universe. Fucking to quote Led Led, Led Lasso, which is a character on Ted Lasso, uh, to quote Ted Lasso, wanker, <laughs> you know. Uh, the the people uh, making those memes are wankers. Who gives a shit? Tony's the second smartest person in the entire Marvel Universe by a hair. Who cares? They're both way fucking smarter than you'll ever be. And you know why? Because they're fake. <laughs> I know. But there's, but there's a reason that people think that he... Because their ego is should tied. Be. Their ego is should intrinsically tied to than. the idea of whether a man or woman is smartest. So, uh, not just a woman. Yeah, I'm sure that the the color frosting that they put on the cupcake adds to it, but <laughs> but at its core, it's the cupcake. The cupcake is the dick. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, she's only laughing because she's sleep deprived. <laughs> I am. I am. So, no, actually, I've slept too much. Is is kind of. I've been sleeping a lot lately. So, all right. Uh, so the Russians raid the auction, and Jack steals the Ronin sword. Yeah. Uh. I don't know why the Russians are looking for a watch, but we haven't figured it out yet. We haven't, Very we haven't true, been revealed yes. to it, so mystery. Uh, Kate, I knew she was going to put on the rodent suit. Smart, smart move, Kate. You know, I, and that's actually one thing I said when she was doing the prank. I was like, "Ooh, 
weren't covering your face. Weren't covering your face. Could have gotten away with that uh, if you were covering your face. Although I don't care that she didn't get away with breaking the bell tower because she wasn't doing anything heroic. So. Right. Um. Oh, so this was the note that I thought I was remembering when you were saying her mom knew who she was. I think Jack recognized Kate's eyes in the Ronin suit. So, because they were very close together. So, if Jack and her mom are working together, that's actually. Then then I believe that that. her mom will know that she's Ronin. Or expect it. But, uh. Okay. I like that. I think it gets better because I didn't think about this again in the later action sequences, but in this action sequence, I thought that the choreography was a B. It's solid choreography, but I think the budget made them have to edit it a little weird. Like, when she saves Jack from the Russian guy right before he sees her eyes up close, there's a moment where it cuts and you see the stuntman holding her (laughs) and then she flips him over. You just needed to cut out like three frames of that because clearly what happened is like this stunt person helped her up. I was like, all right, rolling and action. And then the stunt person jumped forward and it, it it's just small stuff like that where it just isn't flowing perfectly. I think it's a B, which is a hell of a lot better than the Iron Fist action sequences. <laughs> so on Netflix. Oh, I, I heard about those. Yeah, they I think they gave him like two weeks of training before he started filming and they edited the hell Awful. out of it. The only thing I know of that has a worst reputation for over editing is Taken Three, where they had the literally i think 27 cuts for to have liam neeson jumping over a fence let's see how many (laughs) cuts did they have in taken three for liam neeson jumping over a fence i don't care that my grammar wasn't that good Uh, 15 cuts this insane six-second scene from Taken 3 uses 15 cuts to show Liam Neeson jumping up fence. Right. <sighs> yeah. I mean, yeah. why? Because they can't... <laughs> because their first plan was to face-replace Liam Neeson's over Steve Rogers' head, or uh, Chris Evans' head in the first Avenger. When he... Uh, you remember he jumps over a fence and just goes you see him without shoes on and it's he just sticks out his first foot and his second one's like bent back it's like oh. wait stop hold on hold on hold on hold on wait what i'm referencing captain america the first avenger after he first got the uh serum injected into his veins he's uh chasing the hydra agent who had stolen the last of the serum and at yeah. one point there's a fence and he has to jump over it, but instead of climbing it at all, and it's like a 15-foot fence or 12-foot okay. fence, instead of climbing and jumping over it, he literally just jumps. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So my okay. joke was the their first plan was to take that footage and re- replace Chris Evans's face with Liam Neeson's. They couldn't get the rights from Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It was a very inaccessible joke and required the explanation for you to understand. That was by design. I do that. And I wonder, I'm not going to listen to this, but I wonder. (laughs) Hey, you know what? We all do that. Because we know all the connections. We know all the connections in our brain. So. You know, I'm going to post the video version of this on the Patreon because this got really weird and people need to see what I was doing. Understand? Because I just made a joke of I don't know what kind of sex parties you're going to. And that's, I'm not going to explain it. (laughs) You did another thing where you looked off to the side and it looked like someone was coming in. (laughs) Like you did that. You were like this. And then when you pulled back. All right, we're in the we're in the. End I'm game. sort of like what, and and besides the fact that I'm loopy as hell, I'm loopy. You're like a roller coaster. All right, so, <laughs> uh, pizza dog almost got hit by a car, but Kate saved the dog. It's I funny. thought. Okay, so now I'm convinced that in like episode five or six, the dog's gonna poop out the watch. Because I wrote, "Does the dog have the watch?" And we haven't seen any mention of the watch or like them holding the watch in episode two. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be a surprise in like episode five or six when Pizza Dog poops out the watch because I think the dog ate it. So we saw. So we saw it in. Was it in the first one where we saw the watch? Yeah, this first episode okay. they have the watch, and then the pizza yes. dog attacks the guy and then run, <gasps> okay, runs away. Okay. But we didn't see. We didn't see okay. what happened with the watch. It looked like okay. he wasn't holding the watch afterwards. So, um, okay. Hawkeye sees that somebody has his Ronin outfit. Uh, pizza dog becomes pizza dog. Pizza dog eats pizza and is a dog. <laughs> uh, Ramon the third butterscotch is like cringiest shit. Uh, <laughs> all right. In the future, if the Patreon ever gets like a hundred people and somebody reminds me, I'm gonna look up custom butterscotches <laughs> and make a movies or dope butterscotch. <laughs> And send it to like those hundred patrons, just in an envelope, <laughs> and it'll be super cringe. But uh, what was the deal with those flipping butterscotches? Ego. <laughs> <laughs> and by ego, so- I mean the the secret villain in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, who tried to make the entire universe him. He went, they're not actually butterscotches, they're just actual leftover pieces of ego that were expanded, and he just kicked it up and put it into a little wrapper. Uh, my next note is Armand 3 is dead. Uh, the Russians ambush Kate. And then I wrote, nice exclamation point. Hawkeye shows up because he's awesome. And uh, I, I actually love, I wrote it as very smart, but I love that his first move 
or as soon as he could, was to take off her mask. Because there's so many times when you should be trying to take off somebody's mask. Mm-hmm. To, re- to reference a comic book that I've never read, uh, Lex Luthor switches minds with the Flash, and one of the first things he does is run into a bathroom and take off the Flash's mask so that no matter what, he'd know who the Flash is. And when he sees himself in the mirror, he says, I don't know who the hell this is. Because <laughs> it's Barry Allen. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. I love that. Uh, yeah, any uh, <laughs> any final thoughts for this uh God, I'm scared to see how long this episode of ours is. I'm um I'm actually I'm excited to see sort of like where they're gonna go. Mm-hmm. However they're gonna go, whatever they're gonna do with this show. But I I was surprised because usually first episode feels a little slower to me. And you know, and then I get into the second and blah blah, blah kind of picks up. I was I was into the first one. They got they got me with the first episode. So yeah. I was actually happy. And then I really, you know, the second one was like and I was really with that. But um they got me with the first one. I really liked it. And I liked all aspects. I liked him with his yeah. family. I let you know so it wasn't like I was looking at one thing he was with his family and I was like get that to cage I really liked I really liked all of it so it was good and not only that like it makes sense that we're jumping so deep deep into it since there's only going to be six but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel rushed either agree you know like agree. they like uh what is it it's a it's a little unfair to uh, compared to this because there were four main characters coming together in an Avengers style event but the show The Defenders had to only have eight episodes and man did it feel rushed man right. did it feel like it cut quarters oh mm-hmm. boy and that's not even having to introduce a new hero which right. this one had to uh, that one had a hell of a lot more uh episodes or whatnot to introduce us to those four different characters than hawkeye's mm-hmm. ever had on screen mm-hmm. um true true i mean i'm sh- I, I i would be willing to bet that at the time of the release of defenders the other marvel shows that led up to that the netflix marvel shows the runtime was longer than all the movies hell it might still yeah. be longer than all the yeah. movies at this yeah. point um so yeah doesn't feel rushed Mm-hmm. It, it's and it's introducing new elements with Hawkeye, like his uh, earpiece and his PTSD after Endgame. Like, mm-hmm. of course, those are relatively small details to ha- have to incorporate. It doesn't take a lot of heavy lifting to do so. All you need, I thought, the montage of why he had the earpiece was actually kind of funny. Is that episode yeah. two though? No, I wrote I wrote that down. So that's definitely episode two. Um, was it? I think it has to be because I'm pretty sure I wrote it. I don't know. We'll find out in episode two. <laughs> <laughs> um, how? So I'm like a hundred percent confident. Mom's a, super, a secret villain. Are you confident of that all, at all? And if so, what percentage? I I would actually stick with. I would stick with that, and I would say. 100 percent and 
I think that we may find out that um that that guy Jack um knows it and is even possibly coming not that he's good but he might be on the other side of her you know what I'm saying so if she's bad not saying he's a good guy but he might be coming the kind of I was just gonna say you know it would be heartbreaking is if he ended up not being a villain at all and he through this show he learns that she is like that would be heartbreaking and I'm sure if that happened she'd kill him (laughs) Oh, oh, she wouldn't blink. She wouldn't <laughs> um, blink. But, uh, but you know, you know why, or uh, wait, how am I trying to say this? Uh, I know why you're a hundred percent that the mom's a villain. And do you want to know what, uh, do you, do you know why I know? Bleh. Do I know why you know? The reason I, I know way? that you're a hundred percent on the villain. Do you know why? Why? I don't, I've, I've totally bought, I don't know how to communicate my question, but the reason you're 100% is because I'm perfect and I thought, you know, to listen to the person. Negative Ghost Rider? Look, that second Ghost Rider was pretty good. And the first one is very flawed, but it's kind of charming. And I'm like, how the fuck did this end up on the bit? You serious? You really listened to Nick Cage and had him drink jelly beans instead of alcohol? Really? Okay. It's more just like how the... Oh, my God. To quote a movie podcast that I never actually listened to, how did this get made? (laughs) I did not hear what you just said. Ever listen to how did this get made? No. But I like the guy... That was one of my favorite podcasts for a bajillion years. I love that freaking podcast because <laughs> I love Paul Shear and uh, I love me some Zooks. I just re- Manzoukas. I just reviewed this Monday, but Manzoukas is in a film that you should watch called Stretch. It's a, have you ever seen the movie Crank? Uh, no, but I know about I know about Crank because they talked about Crank and uh, Crank is crazy. Yeah. All right. So have you ever seen Smoke and Aces? <gasps> yeah. Okay. Smoke and Aces, same director who did Stretch. And it's like that, but with uh, less main characters. One main character. <laughs> you know, Smoke, like and Ace, Smoke and Aces is, is an ensemble. I where like that. This one has nearly as many uh, like famous cameos, but there is mm-hmm. one main. And uh, Manzoukas is in it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was Hawkeye episode one. We for about an hour before we got to the credits. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, but we did it. But uh, I'm, I'm now glad that we went into this with the intention of splitting up our reviews by episode one and two and not trying to close yeah. the <laughs> That would have been a Absolutely. bad. That would have been a bad. Um, uh, how about tomorrow we meet or uh, what time is your writing group done today are you able to do it after the writing group I know you're already loopy though I, I'm exhausted and I don't want to do it today she's nodding <laughs> alright how about tomorrow as soon as you're awake 
So at I 5 a.m. my time. I, I wake up at a, I wake up anywhere between three and four in the morning. Yeah. No. Oh, how about as soon as I'm awake? <laughs> <laughs> Sound good? Uh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see morning. Cause I usually That's my last jump on. day off this week. I've decided I to usually, take today and tomorrow. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we could, we could do it. We could figure out the time. Cause I usually, I am uh, usually in an early writing group. I've started going to an early writing group as opposed to the later one. So oh. yeah, All right. we'll talk. Text me. All right. Bye, everybody. See you tomorrow. Or you'll listen to this tomorrow from the date. Who's out? Who's out? Hawkeye. Haley Steinfeld is killing it, by the way. Like, I'm excited for her to be our future Hawkeye. And did you, see the, you did you did see She's the Black amazing. Widow movie, right? You know what? I feel that you're asking me these questions on purpose. Because yes, then, I'm asking that one very specifically. Because for then, when I say no, then the people that are listening are going, that's not why, why the hell is she? Why the hell is she even saying asking, Marvel why, when she hasn't seen these things? That's not why I'm asking. I am asking. Well, one, you should watch Endgame because it does factor into the show already. Uh, but Black Widow factors into the show. And it mm-hmm. hasn't yet. So if you mm-hmm. can before next week, besides mm-hmm. Ted Lasso, <laughs> you should watch. I mean, it's on Disney Plus. You should watch mm-hmm. Black Widow mm-hmm. before next week because I don't know when it'll factor in. But mm-hmm. we, but because of set photos that were released, that le- leaked, is it leaked if it's paparazzi? I don't think so. Um, be- yeah, because it's not officially it's not officially released. All right. The info was the leaked studio. by paparazzi. Mm-hmm. It will factor in, and I would highly recommend you watch Black Widow before it does. I like to call them pooparazzi. That's a really shitty nickname. Bye everybody. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. Hawkeye episode two. Uh any any first thoughts before we dive into the notes, Holly? I want to dive into the notes. That's your thing you want to say. Before? That's it. Woo woo. Well, I mean, is <laughs> I I I stated in part one, I really did like this. Mm-hmm. I watched one and two together. So honestly, in my brain, it was all one episode. So I liked it. I liked one. I liked two. So. Yep. Hey, we all have to make our peace with number one and two since we got to do it. <laughs> My first note was that I thought it was interesting. It has nothing to do with the actual episode, but I thought it was interesting that they have a last time on segment. Just seems, uh, especially from one to two, since mm-hmm. theoretically you're able to watch two episodes, but like, relax. We can- <laughs> why i you know that actually um for those of us who can sometimes have just like uh memory blocks and short-term memory and forget stuff all right that, that was beautiful that was beautiful i loved it i just thought it was funny re-watching scenes i had just watched but with <laughs> some of the dialogue cut out so that it could be you know done quicker 
because it's the last time I'm like, I just, I just watched this. Why? The, okay, I know where the two lines you just cut out were in between those other two lines because I just watched yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have those times where you remember the scene and you're like, no, it didn't escalate that quickly. Right. It was a scene. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened in the middle. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My first note pertaining to the actual episode, which is what I mentioned last episode, was I think her mom killed Armand 3. Um, and then I love Hawkeye. He immediately goes into, like, I guess, mentor role since, since she's a mm. kid, you know, yes, and wants yes. to make sure she's okay. He switches mm-hmm. gears, which makes so... Oh, I just thought of this! Which makes so much freaking sense because he was the one who... He performed that role with Wanda in Age of Ultron. That's why he's the one to come get her in Captain America's Civil War. Because they have that kind of of course mm, we're mm, not mm, mm. we're we've already got more of that in this one episode than Wanda and Hawkeye had throughout all the movies. You know. That's that's what you get when you get thirty characters. I about that. Well, yeah, that's true. And perf- perfectly balance it. Talking about Civil War, and not Age of Ultron. <laughs> Avengers two point five. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Weird that you go back between calling Avengers two point five and three. Really, uh, really, you know, maybe we need a last time on, where we just <laughs> and the last time is. Uh, just don't listen to her when she says Avengers. Whatever the number, don't listen to her. Wait till yeah. Brian mentions any. I mean, I mean exactly what I said. <laughs> How can it be Avengers two point five and Avengers three? It's, it's confusing Aven- since there's literally an Avengers it's three. Not, it's not Avengers three. The next official Avengers movie. I'll Avengers rewind 3. to yesterday when you literally called Infinity War Avengers 4. <laughs> Last time on there were oh. five minutes where I was joking well, about I... this is very confusing because there is an Avengers 3 at 4. It feels like it's 25 Avengers movies. All right, well, TLDR, now Holly's sober. Hey. Or not. Holly is always sober. <laughs> uh, let's see. Wait. Uh... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember what this note was about. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, I only realized that thread of Hawkeye and um, Wanda because of a video essayist. Very talented, but yeah, it's one of those subtle things where I definitely didn't catch <laughs> Um, My note that confused me was when Wa- Hawkeye thuds his head against the entrance door glass, I, I, for a second I was like, wait, he hit his glass on it? He hit his head on accident? When he goes into, when they're going into her apartment mm-hmm. and the door closes, he like kind of knocks his head against the window like he's leaning on it because he's sad he got pulled into the bullshit 
because he which, promised his daughter he was going to be home and they were going to do the gingerbread house et cetera, which hey et maybe he still will be home by then but you know having True. his his vacation interrupted with avengers business it's like any job i guess Except for the gingerbread um, house they're already making uh, well it's like any job though i imagine like at a certain point if you just do it too much and you don't get a break mm-hmm. it's burnout I think he's going through Avengers burnout. 100%. Uh, especially later in the episode, he says, I fought Thanos. <laughs> it's pro- See, that's, actually- that's why I love him. I, it, I think it's so, I think it's so funny because I remember people just, um, and I don't know why, but people mm-hmm. just like shit talking Hawkeye. And I always just liked him. You know, I'm not, didn't know about co- the comics or anything. I just liked the character. So I wasn't sure about them having a show, you know, only, only because in my mind, I was like, you know, it's been a while. What is it going to be about that? That was what it was. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, so far, you know, the way it's set up and the way it, I imagine it'll go forward. I think it's awesome. So I don't know. I, I, I love the dude. No, yeah, it's going great. Um, one thing I just thought of though was you remember in Avengers Homecoming, uh, when Iron when Spider Man you know tell- or not Avengers Homecoming, I know Spider Man Homecoming when Spider Man tells Tony about the Vulture. I'm sorry, I thought you were serious. That's why. Uh, but. All right. So you remember when Spider-Man tells Tony about the vulture and Tony delegates it out to the FBI because it's kind of, you know, below his level kind of thing. Yes. Uh, It occurs to me that maybe that's happening with Hawkeye where he's been at such a level of intensity, been to other planets, fought Thanos, survived. And that's causing some dissonance like intellectually he's like i am at fighting thanos level but realistically he is his power set is i'm fighting the tracksuit mafia and there's this disconnect where it's like i i know this is my skill set this is my level this is my weight class but i've punched above my weight class and kicked fucking ass so like how do I how do I yeah, spare but- with me still fighting in my weight class? But he had a little assistance though. No, yeah, but he took part in it, you know what I mean? Oh well, like, yeah, I mean, it's gotta, yeah, he did, he did. It yeah. it would it would kind of be like I imagine uh let's see, a normal person being introduced or invited into an Among Us game with like PewDiePie and Pokemane <laughs> and Sky's Toast. And I don't know if you know all those people, but you know, I know if, if, I know the first and third. Yeah. If if I went into that, I'd be like, then after that, I might have like ten thousand new followers on Twitter, and that's it. And I'm like, I I was imposter with fucking PewDiePie. I sliced his neck. I got away with it. And then I have to, you know reconcile with no this isn't this isn't normal that was 
that was a once in a lifetime thing. Okay, come back, <laughs> back down to earth. Um, That's funny. Yeah, I, I hope we get more facets of that as the show goes along. Like, I hope it's not Iron Man three, where they introduce the PTSD and like, yes, he has a panic attack every once in a while. But if you go back to that movie, it never we never get more insight into the panic attacks. We never right, get right. having a panic attack at the wrong time. Right. Or it's always the wrong time, but like never when there's a gun around or like mm-hmm. he can't escape some imminent danger. Mm-hmm. Um there was a great moment in the first BBC Sherlock episode where uh John mm-hmm. Watson has a limp. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it needs mm-hmm. a cane and then later and like he has ptsd and then when he is in a dark unknown warehouse with someone we think is moriarty he's cool as a cucumber he doesn't need his what later on when some shit happens he leaves his cane behind he never has a he real we realize that it's one psychosomatic his limp and two that villainy figure says like points it out like knows about his issues and is like look at you now it's not that you're taking you're carrying the war with you it's that you miss the war so we get extra detail on that and then we get development of his actual issue uh physically whereas in iron man 3 it's like i have ptsd you know it's inconveniencing my my lovely lady because my suit can walk around if i'm stressed out and quote unquote save try to save me from my ptsd and then the entire rest of the movie happens we get a couple times reminded it's there and then we get a wrap-up it's like you know what i i figured it out and also i figured out that chest thing that's been in my chest and also i figure out how to cure my my baby of her (laughs) her extremis ding it's just like okay there could have been more so all that actually i actually really would have liked i would have liked more yeah you know like you know now that you say that like i i would have like i like the fact that he had it but okay why so what's the trigger yeah what you know what i'm saying uh uh, yeah it would have been interesting to go more into it especially and for since, him to deal with it yeah you know it, what i'm saying especially since it uh factors into age of ultron he makes ultron because of those lingering fears mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but that that's all to say i really hope that we don't introduce this kind of burnout attitude with hawkeye and this grief that he's going through and then mm-hmm. not develop that anymore right right which I think absolutely after, agree. I think after you see the Black Widow movie, I think you'll mm-hmm. you'll be confident that they're not going the Iron Man that they will mm-hmm. develop. Okay. I mean, fingers crossed. I don't know for sure. Okay. But. All right. All right. That works. Let's see. Uh, I love I love that Kate was geeking out that the the Hawkeye was in her place and ended up <laughs> saying, "Can you sign my bow?" I mean, come on! I'm. It's pretty epic. Um, I, I like her. I really like 
I, I don't know, um, trying to think of the way to pinpoint what it is exactly I like about her personality. Mm -hmm. Um, you know how uh, there just sort of was a time where it was movies and had female leads, but it was all those kind of boss babe kind of, you know, I've got everything under control and, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And, um, I know that's, she's, that's not her. So, you know, cause we've seen her, you know, she comes in and she falls and she the wrong, comes in at the wrong time and she messes up all that kind of stuff. I, I like her because she's human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She's- and, um, you know, I, so I think that really, I like the introduction of her like that. So it's not, so she didn't come in, you know, swinging like wonder woman from jump. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She has to go through a series. We know we're going to, she has to go through a series of learning and learning and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to that as opposed to her walking in a Jedi master. Yeah. Uh, I will say. Oh, I'm I, not particularly referencing anyone in saying that, by the way. I'm I, honestly I no, not. I, I have no idea what you wouldn't be referencing. So, I, <laughs> um, I, yeah. I will say I like that Wonder Woman had an emotional journey to go on, you know? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. So she did still Absolutely. have the journey, but um, yes. But like, she's supposed to have those, you know, she had, but she had those, you know, grew up oh, and yeah. had trained in us. So that, that was, you know, that was okay. That, that yeah. was in her DNA to do that. But, um, to to your point, like I can see multiple characters like coming together to inform Kate. Like I know she's not an actual character, but Billie Eilish really does feel like an inspiration for her to me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then as far as her geeking out uh, at the the Hawkeye being cute. in her place, <laughs> it reminds me of a character in Triple uh, X: Return of Xander Cage. Did you ever see that? Did not. I only saw yep. the first triple X. And then when they brought in Ice Cube, I said, nah, you lost me, baby. I'm gone. I'm out. Replacing the back. white lead with a minority? <laughs> hey, well. You're well, racist. You racist. I'm actually not. Um, it's weird Vin, how you shift up your racism. Considering Vin yesterday Diesel your shirt was biracial. all black. <laughs> <laughs> I all black. Okay. No. Yes. You're. you're Correct. He is not. Ben Diesel white, is biracial, so yes. But as far as dumb Americans are concerned, he's he's white. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, there's this one character who's like, "Oh my God, Xander Cage!" Like, and she's clearly like super nerdy, super excitable, and kind of a little horny, which is admittedly a. Uh, an evolution of what that same character would have been 20 years ago. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. There, were, there wouldn't have been that kind of scandalous mm-hmm. little, but it definitely one note, 100%. Whereas, uh, yeah, it's just about add, you know, adding those extra facets, and I love it. Um, 100%, 100%. And the fact that she can switch between it. You know, n- no one's yes. one thing all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, when she needs to pull it together, she pulls it together. Yeah. Uh, herself in order. 
In weather? In order. In so you mean the the CGI uh, studio, <laughs> the weather studio no, makes CGI that. in in Hollywood? Okay, that's, <laughs> man. that's what I said. Uh, You're funny. You are funny. Sorry, I cut out. What did you say? <laughs> I'm not gonna repeat it. You heard it. <laughs> um, I love that they that there was a logical reason that the tracksuit mafia knows where Kate Bishop lives. Um, that sucks. <laughs> so close to being able to, you know, oh my not God. have to worry about herself. Uh, although I will say, when going to the aunt's place. I thought the actual Amazon packages outside all the doors was so appropriate. One, it's going to be Amazon. We're all <laughs> shills to Amazon. Fuck Amazon, but like also, wow, how convenient. I mean, absolutely. Uh, and especially since it's about to be Christmas. Um, Clint snuck into Kate's apartment as a firefighter. Let's let's just admit it. Yeah, he's a firefighter, but you fucking stole from a potential crime scene. Firefighter. I mean... Come on! And then you posted it online, which of course you did, you big dummy. Like, thank you for being a big dummy. <laughs> like, all the kids on tiktok uh doing that stealing challenge where they stole stuff out of the bathrooms at their schools like full toilets sometimes there's a trend on oh, tiktok what was that? i saw that they would take the toilet paper dispensers and, and but then they would the, post the it on their personal accounts yeah. so yeah. thank you for uh as philip defranco would say uh, don't be stupid, stupid. But if you're gonna be stupid, don't post evidence online. <laughs> you're doing their job for them. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, then my next note I mentioned last week, which was I like how Kate dresses very not Black Widow, and nothing wrong with Black Widow dressing right, that, right. that way because that's Black Widow, right? Um, uh, you know, both sides and of Billy Eilish, that is, and that's part of, and that is the other thing. It's um, but not I every woman needs to dress like Black Widow. We're not, no. <laughs> yeah. But I don't. But it's um, it's interesting because in saying that, I never had a problem with the way that Black Widow dressed because thinking back upon her introduction to a number of people, it was sort of like as a as a seductress yeah. or what, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you know. go, I mean, going, there's nothing wrong with that. Going back to Iron Man two, it, mm-hmm. th- that in general was like, I, if I could change one thing about yeah. Iron Man two, I would just change the angle of the shot and say, did you know she was a lingerie model? And then maybe through the see through tablet, you see her face and maybe a shoulder. That's the thing I'd change. No, no direct shot and showing the lingerie shots because <laughs> it's not necessary for us. We can figure it out. But I would not stop her from doing the lingerie shoot bait for Iron Man Tony because he's Tony Stark. 
she's getting in there real early on his uh emotional maturity journey yeah. you know <laughs> there's just uh i know some friends that i can text them and be like hey buddy i haven't had sex in two years and they'd be like oh oh my lord oh fainting how could you go three weeks Woo. oh you're so strong <laughs> true or not um, you know they're just some guys that i could you know be like hey buddy i know your weakness i know your kryptonite and you know i would think she'd be a dumber spy for not exploiting that weakness to hedge 100%. out her yes. bet yes um, yes but in terms of the film we don't need to see it that's where it's too far mm-hmm. um, or you know uh, we can lose it and still get all the benefits of the storyline. Um, I like the way that Kate dressed um, in this was very. It absolutely fit her personality. And like I, think- I, I just I I and I really love that. I really, I she just dressed how she dressed. Mm-hmm. You know, so they didn't try to sticker in a bunch of you know ball gowns well, and I stuff like it, that i hope they didn't try to stick her he's like three <laughs> times her age and he's married sticker he hardly knows her oh my god <laughs> i think that's the only time i ever made that joke <laughs> the, the guy on the people's court makes that joke all the time What's the people's court? Is that from back Harvey, in- Harvey, uh, the, the TMZ guy, Harvey Levin. Is that his name? Was that from the leave it to beaver days as well? <laughs> Actually, no, it wasn't even on television. It was on radio. I was going to make that joke. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Um, <laughs> but you know, it's that thing of, uh, yeah, there, there was a running joke with, um, Lizzie Olson, who with amongst the women of, she was the la the only one with cleavage, like that's slowly the women like weeded it out, or at least like they, they got to. So when in WandaVision, when we finally see it. Uh, an updated version of her suit covers that up. Uh, all to say that, like, all the ladies had skin tight mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. and it, it's just like, as even Gamora, it's like, yeah, you're an alien in this alien leather, but you're fighting in skin tight leather. <laughs> just some things. It doesn't all work. It doesn't make sense to for be, every person. To be fair, Captain America was the ass of America. No, he wasn't. That means mm-hmm. something different. The ass of America means something mm-hmm. different than America's ass. Mm. <laughs> if I well, say, his, if his, I, ass rep- his ass represented America. I, if I, no, it's a grammar joke that I'm making. If I say, uh, I know, I know, I know. I hear you. I hear you. How dare you insult America's ass? We all know that Tony is the ass of the Avengers. <laughs> or Thor. There, there are quite a few. I'm just saying. I'm just, you know. 
Just, uh, in defense of skin tight uniforms, um. <laughs> even that was cloth. <laughs> you could, I could tell by how it moved around the the buttocks. <laughs> the Amer- how it moved around America's crack. Um, oh my god. <laughs> uh, oh, I love that Kate's. That how we were shown that Kate's never been injured before because she doesn't know how to apply a Band-Aid. Either, either they're saying she's never been injured before or they're saying that she's never had to dress her own wound because she's so rich. Now, there but, you go. And that's also another thing. That, but and that... but I, don't, I don't think she'd be that she's a dumb character where if someone had dressed her wounds, she really wouldn't have noticed like that's how they put the Band-Aids on. I think it's really to show that like oh. she this is a fresh uh a fresh aspect or a fresh experience. Mm-hmm. Um who is who is who is Nate? Nate? Yeah. Oh, the her her uh the youngest child because I wrote down in quotes, don't lose Nate. Where's Nate? Oh the, <laughs> oh, the boy. Um. So when when uh, Clint said I'll be home His for kids Christmas, are so cute. They're so cute. Oh. I love his family. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So when I, I'm torn, I'm leaning towards the second option. But when Clint said I'll be home for Christmas, promise. I'm not sure if it's just to plant that so it makes everything the the countdown to returning home more yeah. tense. Mm-hmm. Or if he's gonna die, I, I, I'm ninety percent sure that one way or the other, this is a Hawkeye's retirement, whether willfully or retired by tracksuit mafia. Um. Did you get any sense of that or any? I was thinking them first. I yeah. was, I it it didn't it didn't cross my mind um, his death, but I could see this being you know this being the end of of his journey at this point you know regarding this, but um but I wasn't necessarily thinking his death. I think the reason that I. Leaning towards death is a few reasons. One, he already quote unquote retired after mm-hmm. uh, during Captain America Civil War, mm-hmm. and then by the end of it, he broke the law, so he was on house arrest. Mm-hmm. In between that and Endgame, <laughs> so he has been retired before. Um, and that would be fine if he was like, actually, I preferred being retired. Um, but that and his regret that he didn't sacrifice himself for his best friend, despite Mm -hmm. everything. Um, I think there could be a possibility that he finds solace in his friend's sacrifice by passing it forward. If that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Um, yeah, but I, 
otherwise, if he if he just retires, he's still going to be tormented by his friends. Um, I mean, sacrifice. you know, and I mean, I I get that, but you have a family, so I mean, I I get that, yes. and I mean, I get that, but. And my opinion on that second point could change because of uh, the closure he might get from that uh, thread from Black Widow coming in. Mm-hmm. I'm still not mentioning it because you're about to see it this week. So he, if he gets that closure before the end, then I'm I'm gonna go back to maybe retirement. Okay. Um, but you know, I I could see. Yes, he has a family, but if it's either his life or a young girl's life who probably will start rem- reminding him of his own daughter, I don't think he's going to choose himself. He didn't choose himself with his best friend, and if there's a promising young woman who reminds him of his daughter, I don't think he would. I know it's not as strong of a bond, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if he chose his, the daughter surrogate uh over his own life um okay okay because i mean he's always been a guy with a bow <laughs> he even even when he's at a flying city with robots everywhere you know he he puts others before himself and mm-hmm. we had already established by that point that he did have the family so Okay. Yeah, he also left retirement and you know potentially went away, risked going away to jail for the rest of his life to help Captain America in Civil very War, true. which yeah. very true. So it wouldn't be outside of his. I wouldn't be shocked if it happened. But yeah, okay. Well, I'm now, just, now now you know um um laying all that out, I can I can understand where that came from. Um. Let's see. Oh, this is this is where I was mentioning last year when uh ex- or, shut up, 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 shut up. She's laughing at me because I'm brave pardon. Uh, <laughs> uh explaining the hearing aid montage was hilarious. That's when this happened. And then uh I, I loved Kate telling Clint about his branding. <laughs> realistically once she finds out that he was actually the ronin i'm sure he's gonna admit it to her at some point she'll be like you know what good thing good thing your branding was so shit because then people couldn't put it together (laughs) i don't see and i um i know i need to see that uh last movie so that i can see the ronin in action oh endgame yeah. Because technically the I, last movie was Eternals, but I'm waiting I, for that on Disney Plus. I keep pr- have you seen that? I'm just curious. No. No, oh, okay. um okay. until my daughter's fully vaccinated, which she's gotten her first shot, I'm not considering mm-hmm. any movies. And any movies that release before then, I am voting with my dollar. And I would have loved to I've said it before elsewhere. I would have loved to give Disney thirty bucks for mm-hmm. premiere access on Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to give Disney 30 bucks for premiere access on the Eternals. Mm-hmm. Since they didn't, I'll wait till they release it on Disney Plus. 
Got it. Aha! I'm only giving you less money. <laughs> okay. I, you know what? I now that just a, a quick note. I haven't talked to anybody who's seen Eternals. Uh, I I've I don't know to what people or, think about it. I've what? I've talked to one or two people who have. They said that it that it feels like they did a little too much. They were trying to do a little too much, and it mm. they mm. could have they could have pulled some stuff back. Mm. Uh, but you know, but was what? it was it any good? The, they didn't say it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when you like, so did you like the movie? Mm, it, it didn't suck balls. Mm, I don't know. Here we go. That's a negative. Yeah. <laughs> right, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh my so so one of my favorite things i think about him giving her his phone number well easily the favorite thing but one of my oh favorite my lines of this episode was emergencies only or i'll block and delete <laughs> which was great it was great that's a great line in the sand yeah just be like all right well i understand this is not a completely uh <sighs> uh closed issue so I need to give but you a way to I, contact me, but if you abuse it. I loved um, her very first, when she sent that very first text that she sent to him, and it was like, do you miss me yet? <laughs> <laughs> Glad she followed it up with more text oh, messages. If, I was like, if, I wifey, if wifey saw that text message from a 20-year-old or 19-year-old, <laughs> do you miss me? I was like, <clears throat> excuse me? And is this a picture of her oh. shirt of her wearing your old shirt? <laughs> what is this? Why is she wearing your Ronin? Why is she in your clothes? Oh man. That was that was funny. I actually really like that her in the them on the phone. Um so it took me a second to remember that this must have actually been her aunt's clothing because she wore the hell out of it. Because I wrote, I like her orange and black suit. <laughs> like, they definitely, like, I could totally see an older per like, just this being outdated fashion kind of thing. But she mm-hmm. wore the hell out of it. Like, it looked like, it looked like a Zoomer outfit. It, um, <laughs> that outfit made it kind of seem like it would be something. The problem is, uh, it did I, seem like it could head, be something. Well, no. In my head, I felt like if it's something that's kind of like old lady-ish, then it should be something that seemed like it came from like the 60s, except it wasn't. That was something that could have came from like the 80s, which is my time, which I was like, ooh, she's wearing old lady stuff and old lady stuff is my time. So, oh my God, that's all. That was the connection I made. Well, my big question is where the fuck is your orange and black suit? Get, get with it. Be an old lady. I love what that. What are you I wearing like a graphic suit. t-shirt? Uh, <laughs> I, I, look, I'm, I love t-shirts. Mind the gap. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I, I thought that that was awesome. I don't know. I, it sounds weird, but whoever did um, the costuming, I actually really liked. And 
How fucking dare you? That's such a weird, disgusting, gross thing to say. How dare don't no. you, you objectifying I mean, it... piece of shit? <laughs> it's so weird of you to compliment them on their craft. You asshole. What the fuck? Canceled. Canceled right now. I'm disgusted. I totally loved, loved it. Because I said, I said, oh, it's some of the some of the things were were more uh like muted and quieter, you know, the colors and the yeah, style. Most and I was like, most I really like that. doesn't talk. I'm going to put you in the garbage. And <laughs> I'm already here. <laughs> Look like a grumpy Oscar the Grouch, which is another Ted Lasso reference. But I just, I don't know. I just, I just was watching. I really loved when she had on, and anytime she has on like suits and jackets and stuff, I'm like, I hope she does that like the whole time. I want her to dress like that the whole time because it just look, it it, just looks so good. I love it. Yeah, those clothes really button up shirts, stuff like that. Yep. (laughs) 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 Is funny. I get extra points on my dad card for those ones. Yeah, that is. That is. Yeah, that is extremely dad. Extremely dad like. Um, let's see. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so my next note was well, I said or did Jack kill her month three, but we'll find out. Uh my next note after that was Jack may be right about Kate being threatened, yada 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 you know, in terms of like reading a book about being a stepfather, but to explain her feelings to her and in front of her as if she's not there doesn't fucking matter. That's dick move. Dick move. Use the information and adjust accordingly. (laughs) Don't, don't, don't book explain her feelings, not even to her, but just in front of her. Like it was kind of see, Kate is blah 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 weird. blah blah. Like talk to a fucking therapist. They're not gonna be like, well, you know, this is the one exception. A therapist might be able to get away with that because that's why you're there with a fucking therapist. But talk to a therapist and ask how they act with people in the real world. Mm-hmm. A a non idiot therapist doesn't go s- around telling people their diagnoses. <laughs> if they no. want to use their profession no. to help their friends and loved ones around, they, they will adapt and <laughs> recognize the issue, and then try to just talk to them like a normal friend. So. Yeah, not not a not. I see where you're coming from, Jack. I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt and t- tell you kindly, shut the fuck up with the copy pasting from the book. <laughs> he, I every time, every time I see him, 
I feel so uneasy because I'm just. I also feel incredibly horny when I see him. Not at all. Uh, Not in the least. (laughs) Not in the least because it's in the most uneasy. Because I, I, because I'm just like, wait. Well, first of all, I just I don't like him. So when I when I see him, I just I kind of want to punch him. But is it because of the race mixing? <laughs> are you okay? What's your what's I'm just calling, here? I'm just calling you racist. <laughs> <laughs> this is today's you know, uh, you know, you quote unquote me, bitch. You call joke. me racist. You call me racist. That's kind of racist. Uh, no, you try to say it's reverse racism. Oh no, no, it doesn't exist. I don't say that. I don't say that. That's, that doesn't exist. No. <laughs> but I there's some why did you use the you know, calling me racist is racist defense that's like yeah you that's me. the defense I could all I think I've only probably seen from like white supremacists mm-hmm. yeah like yeah, wait a minute you, you're calling me racist that's yeah. racist it, absolutely absolutely so we're I've agreeing been, like, that your counter to, argument is I had, to, <laughs> I had to pull my fox news card for that one <laughs> <laughs> I didn't you know what when I tried out the dish you just sir you just made I didn't taste the note of uh satire it was very subtle the tongue in cheek really uh I, you really miss it on the first try <laughs> so I appreciate you <laughs> just maybe yeah. next time just a little more in the in the soup <laughs> Just, just for my benefit. <laughs> so I, but I just don't. Oh wait! To quote, uh, to reference the MCU. Oh no! You're supposed to use your sarcastic voice. How else? Uh, now I look foolish. Guardians Galaxy Volume Two. When Peter Quill was being sarcastic, and then. He told Rocket he was being sarcastic, and Rocket said, you're supposed to use your sarcastic voice. At least I'm referencing this franchise, and not Ted Lasso again, which you should all watch. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know what Jack is going to do. But then, on the other hand, I feel like he's he's being set up like, like the red herring. Yeah. So you're kind of looking at him, waiting, and everything, and then it's just da 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 over here. So. Yeah, I think the show is making a, a good effort to make him seem seem like a real jack off. <laughs> you know, it's ironic. I watched Jungle Cruise a couple of days ago, and. Dwayne Johnson's whole bit is that he makes cringy jokes. And okay, it was, wait a minute, I'm sorry. And I hate And I hated every oh, moment of it because it was so lazy. I'm I'm sorry. What is I've never heard of Jungle Cruise. What is that? Yeah. Is that a real movie? Is that it's a on, show? It's on Disney Plus right now. It's a movie with Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt. And you know, hmm. Dwayne Johnson, he's such a connoisseur. Because every film he does, he plays 
Dwayne Johnson, but with one different quirk. So sometimes, like in Jumanji, where a nerdy little boy is playing him, we get a wonderful opportunity for many different jokes of different at different angles. And it's very four quadrant. And then in Jungle Cruise, he's making dad jokes. And it's so lazy. It is so very, very lazy. I can't believe that it makes the jokes in Hobbs and Shaw look creative. Not funny, but at least there was a little more effort put in. Jungle Cruise is like the the laziest movie i've seen like it's expect no the crew definitely worked hard but in terms of making the story it's like oh yeah in three minutes it felt like national treasure pirates of caribbean and some other bullshit that i don't care about (laughs) and then everything is just like okay all right and then it did too much it like pulled from way too many actually fuck they ripped off Jumanji too Jumanji welcome to the jungle didn't realize it's yeah 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 (laughs) let's keep it moving let's keep it moving buddy glad I didn't pay any premier access on that and I could have alright uh Let me see. Uh, oh, oh, that's right. This is such a weird episode because all my notes confuse me until I read to the end of the mini paragraph. This is what confused me. The quote, let me just kill you or just let me kill you. It's like, what the fuck is that from? Is that right? Tracks you might see? You saw it and you don't remember? It's the LARPer convention. Yeah. <laughs> just let me kill you. <laughs> uh this is the closest i'll that. ever become ever be i'll ever come to being a real superhero uh and i actually you know. really i actually really oh yeah loved that i really love that because that um you know that that takes me back to my nerding out days when i'd go to cons now i did i didn't larp but there were a lot of people that did yeah you know around uh, me a thieving uh firefighter worth it to get this <laughs> that was that actually was good i actually liked that scene a lot and i love that he let him kill him yeah and him uh him going through battling all the other people who were fighting each other and like just kicking their ass uh um but also like him saying, all right, just kill me. He's like, no, 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 we gotta sell it. Yeah. And all that. And even through all that, even through all that, my next note was uh Hawkeye was gracious with the LARPing firefighter instead instead of being a stick in the mud after being killed. Like he totally mm-hmm. could have he it would have been so easy. And I, I wouldn't have been surprised in the least if he was just like, All right, fuck off. <laughs> right, 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 right. Walk off and just yeah. be like, "I right, done." Can I just stuff. have this dude? Let me go. Let me go. Yeah, but he he was he was nice. Um, I also like that he was honest with his wife about Ronan. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it. I could see him being oh, so ashamed. Yeah, 
I'm sorry. She didn't. She didn't again. And this is because I've not seen. So that's. But she didn't know I was pregnant. She didn't know it. Well, no, she does. The show. No, no, no. I mean, no. I mean, prior prior to this, she didn't know. Spoilers. No, the one thing I already spoiled was that he becomes. You literally Ronan. just said that. You literally just said about her learning about him being Ronan. So what's the spoilers? No. No, in this, well, one, I was joking, spoilers for Avengers Endgame. <laughs> but this episode shows that she knew about Ronan. Um, okay. I already spoiled this part, but he became Ronan after his family was dusted away in Endgame. Okay, I got it. I got and you. you got could it. already put back together that they are somehow back, his family. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, he they totally... put all the dust back together again. Yeah. In that sense, he totally could have been like, just not told her about Ronan mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. told him and been ashamed of it because you haven't seen it yet. You will. Well, you know, I'm sure. But while he didn't tell Black Widow that he was Ronan, when she finds him, he he's just like, he basically tells her to leave him alone. He's like, I'm, I'm too far gone. You can't save me. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, uh, it was just I liked that he was honest with her, like, and he wasn't he wasn't he in Japan or something? Yeah, he was mm-hmm. all over the world, but he could have, mm-hmm. you know, he could have even justified it. He could have been like, if she knew how dark I went and mm-hmm. how much I changed when they left. Hmm. She might leave me. She might never be able to look at me again. And she might not be able to square with the person I've become. And therefore, I will hide it. Um, mm-hmm. okay. I wouldn't have blamed him. Wouldn't have, but, you know, it was good that he had that leap of faith. And bravo for her for, you know, seeing past it, understanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really helped that he didn't kill any innocent people. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. But uh, anyway, that was just a nice little detail. Uh, I do wonder why he keeps the suit as insurance. Like that has to mean something. If all right, if you ever watch uh, WandaVision, uh, there's the scientists they say that they're going to meet up with some astrophysicists or something like. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean anything <laughs> uh, when you watch it. Everyone mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, Reed Richards, whoa." apparently which it totally could have been it totally could have been yeah but uh that was like an adr right rewrite where they were just like oh we need to justify why they're going there and then they were like we didn't mean for that to be uh like Mm. a uh, who's the cameo gonna be oops all to say i hope that him saying that it's insurance gets paid off i I want more detail about that because if it's just if he mentions i'm keeping it as insurance and then episode six he burns it i'm like okay so what was the insurance for <laughs> you think going he's gonna with? have to you think he's gonna th- have to throw it back on oh him mm-hmm I could see hmm. I could see him wearing it to 
to prove that it wasn't Kate wearing it and then sacrifice mm. himself. Mm. And okay. and that would work doubly because by him sacrificing himself and everyone finding out he was Ronan, that's his way to be honest with the world about what he'd done. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't tell any of the other Avengers that he was Ronan mm-hmm. besides Black Widow. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, all right. I wrote, I think Kate is going to sword fight Jack by the end of the show. And then my uh, next note was, didn't have to wait long for that prediction to become true. <laughs> so I'm the best at predicting stuff. That's me. Ding, 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 ding. Mom killed. Flint's going to sacrifice himself. Kate's going to meet Billie Eilish. <laughs> I knew that I knew that he was fake when he was fighting her. When you know, when she kept saying, Stop letting me win. Ooh, I loved that. I love that she Stop could tell. Because I couldn't tell. Yeah. No, uh, but, I, 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 but I trusted her enough to 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 trust her uh her instincts. Mm-hmm. And um, see, for me. I trusted her, but my, but really I was leading upon my distrust of him. Mm. <laughs> I don't trust anything about that dude. I know why you no. don't trust him. Cause he's a man. See, now I've switched to calling him sexist. Although. Uh, <laughs> notice the quiet. <laughs> I was going to say, although. You know, distrust of men for a woman is more accurate, more uh, more warranted, and backed up by fact than that. The example I did yesterday, with uh, in terms of why racist people are racist, their flawed logic. Anyway, uh, okay. So I wrote, I think they're going to fight again, but to the death by the end of the show. I'm 50-50 on whether I, I'm going to stick to that. I wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if he is just completely in the dark about, again, 50-50 of, I wouldn't be surprised if he knew that the mother is uh, a secret queen pin mm-hmm. or, uh, or if he's completely in the dark and she ends up killing him when he's like, what are you doing? Um, cause. If, uh-huh. Go ahead. Oh, be, well, this fight can work two ways. It can either show that he is a threat that Kate should be worried about for a later fight, or it can be, oh shit, he could have been a threat to Kate. And then if he sword fights with the mother and she kills him, then we're really going to be like, oh shit, the mother's even fucking better. Fuck. And then that could set up a possible sword fight between the mother and Kate. Oh, I did. Yeah, I yeah, I'm waiting. I definitely am waiting for the something to happen in the mother to show that she's got these skills. Kate didn't know that she had. So I'm that's something I'm definitely waiting on. I guess um, I guess this this would be my question just because I would be curious. So. um, So if Jack didn't know like you know if if we're seeing the uh the mothers is a dirty mother and i mean 
<laughs> Whatever she does in her private time is her business. Just because you're a mother doesn't mean you need to stop enjoying yourself. So if so saying if Jack didn't know that, mm-hmm. so he's he's just going in blind, there still seems something weird. I mean, do you do you think that maybe he just would be after her for for her money? Or does he have no, any, does, he has, he has his own money? I mean, ha- so so then I guess what uh what do you think? Because it personally there just see there's something that just is like weird and off between the two of them. So that's that's a hard thing to answer because he's definitely rich because he was bidding on the sword. He's right, not super right. rich because he right. stopped. Absolutely. But, but no, he's not. now inherited money from Armand three and mm-hmm. Armand three is dead. Okay. So now he's fuck you rich. I mean, he was already fuck you rich, but he's like fuck you rich in his circle of friends. <laughs> right, right. Um, and he went to a black market auction. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's, you know, just a I'm at this income level mm-hmm. kind of thing. It could like, of course, we'd be like, oh, you're at a black market auction. You dick. You're definitely a criminal. And now he's stolen the Ronin sword. Um, but I would not be surprised to find that this is just how that income level operates and he's not a murderer. Um, I mean, hell, maybe we find out that the mother's running out of, like, is in trouble with her security business financially in terms of her queen pin plans or something and now she's killed the rich guy got her future husband a fat inheritance and she's using that Mm. now she's using that to fund her uh things that would be interesting yeah um so who knows it it can go a thousand different ways he's Mm -hmm. red hairy i mean no matter what he's a thieving black market bidding douchebag uh lying douchebag so he's not great (laughs) But right, right. You know, there's a difference between you know being able to cut corners because your bank account says you can, and uh, deciding that you know what, prime rib steak, it just it <laughs> loses its flavor. I need to <laughs> hunt the greatest game. That's you know, there's there's a difference. Uh, so I don't know. I forgot your question. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, no, you, you you touched on it just fine, just fine. Well, someone's gonna clip that. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. My other notes are: don't let me win, Jack. I thought he was throwing. Stop letting me win. Yep, he defends without looking. I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and yes. and. Uh, one sorry for scaring you into telling the truth but <laughs> i i loved the argument between mother and daughter because neither one's wrong right but right. <laughs> like technically speaking like she attacked him knowing or intuiting intuiting mm-hmm. intuiting intuiting mm-hmm. intuiting 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 ted lasso intuiting uh 
intuiting that he would defend so her instincts were right but then the mother's like holy fucking shit you you could have taken off his head if he wasn't lying so what the fuck sure um but yeah and then we go over to clint with the tracksuit mafia (laughs) i didn't write a lot of debt details about this just a uh, quick one so i'll go it's like guys i can see through the bag <laughs> which i don't know if that's a comment on the quality of the bags or the fact that like his first introduction in or his his, oh, yeah. his first meaty introduction which was in avengers one was uh him saying that he gets a better view from far away so he has great fucking eyesight i mean mm-hmm. Uh, it's rarely mentioned, but he has to for everything he's done. So maybe he's his eyesight's just so good that like they need a few bags to stop that. Um, Kate tracking Clint. She's bending the rules because she hacked into her mom or used the mom's uh, security system for technically illegal means. Um, she's she's Batman. Um. <laughs> I didn't write this down, but we mentioned it last time. Kate Bishop is guy. Kate Bishop Kate? is not guy. Kate, where's Kate Bishop? I don't even know Kate Bishop. Who Kate Bishop is? <laughs> Her falling into the Hawkeye interrogation, and then uh, I thought oh. it was really interesting that the boss is deaf. Um, did you pick up on that? Oh. The tracksuit mafia boss, she's deaf. That's why uh, the head, I, there was something else, but oh, oh, when the music is playing, she puts her hand up to the speaker so she can feel the vibrations. That's how I knew she was deaf. And then the, the tracksuit mafia guy that goes to her starts repeating what he's saying because he doesn't know if she's read his lips the first time. Uh, and now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm I'm wondering how that how that might factor into uh, Clint's ear uh, hearing aid. Like, ooh, I'm, another I prediction: think, they uh-huh. are going to fight, and he's not going to have his hearing aid in. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a completely silent fight with maybe hearing their each other's breath. Right, because I mean, he's seen he's seen the his. His hearing seems um, the way that um, my my father's hearing is. He doesn't have like one ear, no hearing. So he wears a uh, hearing aid. And then the other ear, he has maybe 50%, maybe. I don't, um, I don't know how it is for her. Like if she yeah. has any possibility. Yeah, not for her. But it seemed like, it seems like for clint because even when he turned it off he still had some hearing and it was but and it was but it was like muffled and right don't you have to have some hearing no matter what for for a uh, hearing aid to work or is that not always the case because i know some people have the magnetic thing on their skull which i assume is just taking skull conduction and it's a more complicated the Im- uh, the co- the cochlear implant. Uh, let's. This is a PG podcast, motherfucker. Um, 
you're such you're such a teenage kid wait wait but isn't it (laughs) isn't it like genuine question isn't it cochlear it could be okay Uh, i'm talking about uh the from i can uh, pronounce it however i want to you knew what i meant i i don't for sure but uh i'm trying to figure out i blinked on the name of this movie i want to mention a Quiet Place, the daughter where she has the two-parter yeah. that's more complicated than um, Clint's, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks like he just... It looks like he just has a hearing aid. Yeah, so maybe it won't... It wouldn't work for both of their breathing if she... If the female boss has absolutely no way to hear at all, like if a hearing aid wouldn't help her, but I could totally see a quiet fight that just has... Like his breath is the only sound, mm-hmm. and that would just be fucking dope. Okay, but uh, that's, that's all I got. How did I we how did we do did... this in an hour when yesterday? <laughs> well, because I well I because you tangented all the way off, um, but I I also don't have any notes. I, I mean, I you didn't have notes it. yesterday to be No, fair. I didn't. But you tangented all the way off, though. That's what I'm saying. No. You, you did better today. Much better today. Excuse me, as if I'm the only one. Excusez-moi. Excusez-moi. script. It was good. Uh, ah, there's no script. Excusez-moi. Is it script? This is all scripted. This is not real. No. The reason why we have a two-hour and, like, 40-minute review of a 22-minute what if episode is not just because of me oh no no i agree about that but i didn't i didn't tangent yesterday i'm I'm not gonna listen to it i'm just gonna say you're the only reason it's all you okay (laughs) because even if you didn't behind every great and perfect I'm using that to make sure you do get credit. Oh wow! <laughs> Proper you are exa- credit. You're, you're be- exhausting me. You are exhausting me today, man. Your support <laughs> as an ally is exhausting. <laughs> How dare you not take complete and total credit for everything? What kind of man oh are you? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, Yeah, you're you're silly. You're silly. (laughs) You're welcome for uh, showing you what equality feels like. (laughs) I think we did really good today. What? The the level of douchery that last joke I made (laughs) came around and hit. What did you well, say? I, you know, I While I, I was I laughing just, at my dumbass. I just let I just let the laugh flow and and just keep rolling. Yeah, rolling another blunt. I see you on this it's, video. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna believe that you're not with that laugh. <laughs> you just did. Oh, oh, God, oh. I wish. Yeah. 
Yeah. What was the last thing you were saying about this episode, though? Uh, see, I don't, I don't remember because you were talking about the inequality. I don't remember. I was, I was talking about the equality. No, I. Hmm. Yeah, I, I said you. I said I you're in. welcome for showing you what equality feels like. Mm, yeah. No, I don't know what that. I, mean, I didn't hear that. <laughs> if only it, it was recorded. <laughs> okay, it's just getting ridiculous now. Getting where the fuck have you been? Uh, facts. That's what's All right. a facts? No, I love it. I don't know what that is. You don't know what a facts is? Maybe that was before Gun. I was born. Yeah. <laughs> there is a great detail about a fax machine in Ted Lasso episode one or season one, episode seven, make Rebecca great again. Let me see if I am correct in which episode that was in the series. What episode is make Rebecca great? Is it seven? Boom! That's how many times I've watched it. You, have you ever heard somebody like obnoxious, it, or it, it feels obnoxious, but be able to remember which episode, not only which episode something came from in a TV show, but the season number and episode number? I've never been able to do that. And oh, I can, I, I, I I can do that because be I've. Do that. <laughs> I well, used to always be able to do especially with Supernatural. That was my show. That, that's got to be more, though. That's got to be more difficult since it's a procedural. You know what I mean? Like being able to remember season one, episode 23. Well, that's season one finale. That's easier. But like being able to be like season four, episode 14 is the episode where they fought the Chupacabra eating Taco Bell. Yeah. Uh, that would, that's. That would but be I, creepy. But I, I did. <laughs> that that was crazy. But, pro- but uh, probably only up till about season ten, I think. I didn't. Jesus I didn't Christ, go past only two hundred and thirty-ish episodes. I'm talking about being able to do that once bec- out of twenty-two episodes because I've watched That's the cool. show ten times That's way that. through. And I, if you I'm say you watched, that not cool. That's no, I'm cool. saying I'm saying your brain is was insane because unless you tell oh, me you watch hundred percent insane, un, unless you told me that you watched Supernatural seasons one through ten ten times before you could do that, which also would have been insane. <laughs> <laughs> but still, like <sighs> I'm only dealing with twenty two episodes. Even then. I'd probably have to watch still, seasons though, I mean, yeah, one cool. through ten a hundred times of Supernatural to be able to like get through all that information. Yeah, so, how many times cool. did one of the one of the Winchester boys go to hell or die and have the other one need to save oh them by God. that point? It's, you know I'm what? Just it kidding. just it it literally got to the point where because when <laughs> I stopped watching it, I would just ask my friend like at the yeah. you know once we have the finale, and I'd go, okay, who died? All right, one who, serious. Who, who's got to come back? One serious, jokey question. The last since we started talking about last time on, 
in what season did the last time on for Supernatural start doing that big red flame thing? Because I, rem- I remember that there was a change, but do you remember the season that that started? Miss Supernatural Encyclopedia? No. Uh, that was a I'm... How I Met Your Mother reference, Encyclopedia. No, and I'm sure that's, I'm sure it was something I was, uh, it was when I was watching it too, but I don't remember what season. Okay, so Hawkeye. Any Agree. last thoughts Agree. about season two or episode two? Hmm? Sorry, Any last thoughts about episode two? Last thoughts about episode two? I can't wait for episode three. All right. And on that note, see you for episode three. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. I'm just going to end the meeting. I'll <laughs> see you later, Holly. Bye. <laughs> you look like you should be in the movie King Richard. <laughs> being trained by Will Smith to to play a professional uh, tennis. Have you seen any of those trailers? Yeah. Nope. Oh, well, Will Smith. Uh, Will Smith movie about uh, the Williams sisters. Mm. For this. Uh, yeah, but of course, it's because Will Smith's in it. It's called King Richard. So, thanks. Makes sense. No, no, it's not. It's about the father. It's supposed to be about the father. In a few years, there's going to be a a movie about Michael Jordan's dad and Michael Jackson's dad and Michael B. Jordan's dad. (laughs) (laughs) All starring Will Smith. Side note. Well, yeah, I see that. Uh, That I can see. Side note, have you seen any of the trailers of that Denzel Washington directed movie with Michael B. Jordan? Because it looks like the most um, we're a, an independent Christian YouTube channel <laughs> making movies for Christians <laughs> movie ever. It just all I've seen is like 10 seconds, but it looks like the most we got the Hallmark crew to make a movie and, and we didn't change any of the video settings. <laughs> and look, we got a Hallmark movie uh, script that was rejected for being so, so Christian. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, haven't, I haven't seen it and, and won't see it. Only 10 seconds I've seen, but it's directed by Denzel Washington. I was like, no, this is a prank. This is well, okay. I didn't know that that was. Is it something about, uh, is it something like something for Jordan or something? Is that the name of the movie? Michael for Jordan? No, <laughs> it's a, I, I, because I've seen something and it's some, it's a, a gift for Jordan or something like that. Probably is what it's called. And it is him, Michael B. Jordan, in a that, journal for Jordan. Yeah, there it is. I don't. Wow, he directed The Great Debaters. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, I hope the movie comes out great. <laughs> this is the Hawkeye. You're in the right place if you're confused what we're talking about. But uh, yeah, I would. If you ever decide to do a trailer reaction to that, I would love the look on your face because it's probably gonna just be like, I. It it is no. Michael B. <laughs> Jordan. So the casting makes me believe it's Denzel Washington directing. It's only every single other piece that doesn't fit. Anyway, Hawkeye, episode three. I'm Brian. 
I'm Holly. Holly, what what are your first thoughts about this episode? I got I got way too many notes. But what do you what do you I I uh I really I really really liked it. I really liked it because I loved um I loved seeing Maya. I love um Who's Maya? I don't I don't care if there's I mean what yeah, I say my, I, I don't know what her name what I don't, I don't know her name. Oh, are you talking about Kate? I ever no, not Kate. Not Kate. The the you know the other lady. The what lady? The other lady. Oh, the evil evil lady. Right. <laughs> not evil. She is not evil. She has reasons. She has reason to be mad. And you know what? I'm not mad at her. Why did I what's her name again? I wrote down I wrote down my is that her name? See, I'm looking at your notes and there it's the nickname you gave her is very disrespectful to people with disabilities. I uh, just just I would expect this to see it in clerks too. But not here. Not here, Holly. I'm just messing. What's your name, man? I, see, I don't know. I don't. I I wrote Katie the first few notes on the first episode about Kate. So you're asking the wrong person. I don't know. I, I don't. But anyway, I I do love her. I know it sounds bad because I don't know, and I never know people's names in movies anyway. So that really doesn't mean anything. But I love her. But I look. I'm sorry. This this episode was all about the tracksuit mafia. Sorry, they're my favorites. They're my favorite. <laughs> I love them. Anytime they're on there being ridiculous, I just I love them. So I hope to, I hope they're there the entire season. I want to see them in every episode. See, they did they did have a little bit of a ridiculous moment, but it was only for me. The uh, oh, we'll get to it. Yeah, it's Maya. Maya Lopez. You were correct. How dare you be correct? You just said you weren't correct. And then you were. Lies. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, let's. All right. Then let's get into the notes because it does start in 2007. Classroom. I said I thought. I think it's the villain's origin story. Um. It was also very accurate portrayal of the deaf experience, deaf experience in the classroom, except, you know, that she didn't get lost in the confusion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we've seen that same scene in a much, 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 much worse Marvel property. The uh, Ben Affleck Daredevil uh, movie. We saw that where the teacher turned around and he couldn't hear what the teacher was saying, except... Maya is uh was still able to uh, what is it keep up despite the handicap um which I, actually now I'm not wondering what that art that article author able, she was able to she was able to lip read most of the time wasn't she well she would lip read or, or was she, there or the was sub- there a moment when she couldn't well she would lip read but the subtitles because. She, you know, everyone mumbles and stuff, and it can be yeah, hard. Show. Absolutely. Turn to page dot dot dot, and then she turned her back, so of course she couldn't lip read. So she didn't actually get the page. Got it. Got um, it. Got as far as it. the yes. subtitles were telling us, but then she yeah. still opened the correct page and filled it out. 
And that teacher is an idiot because the teacher was like, you need to pay attention at like criticizing her, even though the teacher didn't do the teacher's job to make sure she could pay attention. Um, but what was it? Oh, I said yesterday, I sent Holly an article with the dumbest take I've seen about Hawkeye. This like the woke show on Disney plus is crashing and burning. And I didn't even bother. Cause I'm like, there's literally I, I know. nothing. I, I, I did bother reading past the head. I wrote the subheader to really make sure that I knew the angle, the guy or whoever was going with. And I was like, yeah, this is dumb. Cause this is like, <sighs> uh, you know what I, I, i'm gonna tell you the problem that i've been seeing mm-hmm. from this and i say this as a person i was actually in a few groups like um online fanish groups years ago um i was gonna I, I was gonna name it but i don't know if, i don't think i'm gonna name it <laughs> name it name it name it there in 12 years a, someone will write an article in a random there, facebook group there is a group that is out there that has started off it was really small and i had joined this group at this time proud boys nope and um it was mostly uh white white men in this group but it was still a lot of other people we were you know we're all coming bouncing in and it was i mean it was a good place it was actually a nice place now this was a while ago so this is this was before black panther before like all this so it was okay you know what i'm saying the clan but then <laughs> but then once it was sort of like you know there were more women and they were going to do captain marvel and they're going to do this and they're going to do that then there were all these problems with this and i don't know what they were doing this and it was kind of like so specifically black panther was a big issue because they said well i don't know why they're doing that there's already black there are already black uh superheroes da, da, da. so we said okay name them so they start naming them there's blade there's this there's that and we said okay now name the white ones where do you start where do you end kind of the point <laughs> so it's just sort of like there people started having a problem and this relates to this woke thing mm-hmm. i have seen people start to have a problem when they were um women and articles were written about it saying it's nice to see it and when there were more you know representation of people from various backgrounds and races and you know disabilities so before that word came into the zeitgeist that complaint has has always been around and it's so tiring but now they have a word now they have a word they can throw this word out instead of saying I'm sick of seeing these black people. I'm sick of all these women. I'm sick. They don't have to say that. They just say this woke culture. So um yeah. I I this group has grown pretty large that I was in. And they do a lot of reviews and a lot of things out there. And is it screen rant? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's just, that's hit, just kicking. No, kicking but back. I, had, I, had, I had talked to the owner of the group, and he was he was very nice. He was he's not from the U.S. He's very nice, and so he was telling me he's like, I don't, I don't want the group is heading this direction. I don't want it to head in this direction. How you, you know? What's the group? What's and asking nope. And What's he was asking group? me some information. So I was saying, you know, well, I'll do this, this, this. So he made me a mod. So there were like more mods and more like, you know, varying mods. Ooh, I said, oh, no, I got to go because these people are, they're not even hiding wh- what they hate and why they hate it. I said, no, I got to go. And they're still like that to this day. So, uh, hmm. so. What's the group? Nope. Wow, what a cock tease. Ugh, moving on. <laughs> the reason I'll, tell you, I'll the re- tell you off air. Okay, I, I stopped the recording. I paused and the may, recording. Maybe you don't I'll hear when it. you pause. Wait, I don't pause. You don't hear it when I pause the recording. You can say it now. Don't fact check that. You <laughs> no. pause the recording. Pause. It still says it's recording, but you just don't no. hear when it says pause. Okay, so the reason I brought up that article um, <laughs> uh, was because I, I'm so curious what that what that author would say, seeing, uh, you know, being able or uh, how many dots they'd have to connect to be like, look. When the man is deaf, he's deaf and he suffers in the school system. Like in Daredevil, the masterpiece with Affleck Benjiver. Uh, but when it's a woman, oh, woke, she could do it even though she didn't get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because she didn't suffer, because she's whamming. <laughs> ignore all the shit she truly suffered later like her great her loving father i don't know if he's great you know it depends on how much criminal activity he actually had to do or was involved in but like a caring father murdered in front of her and just suffering silent silently like for years father. I liked your father. Too. Yeah, he was. I was. I was so happy that we. It took. I was frustrated that it took till episode three, but I was so happy to see some eye candy. Mm, just come on, but they fucked up the one Marvel thing, not having him shirtless. That's what <laughs> every male character is supposed to do. Well, either because women, <laughs> either shirtless or they have to have on an outfit to show off, like um, you know the. Uh, rear like Captain America, the um, you know America's ass. No, the, ru- I mean, the uh, rule Ameri- is America's tushy. America's the, tushy. The the rule is first time they're in a project, they have to take their shirt off. <laughs> Iron Man one. I don't remember when he's shirtless, but he probably. Oh well, he was shirtless when when he was bleeding out of his chest cavity. Yeah. <laughs> well, <that laughs> see, might not see that. Uh, that I don't think you. I don't wait. Is is the first Marvel movie the one that broke the rule? How dare you? Uh, was Ed Norton shirtless? Yes, he was during his breathing. I mean, we didn't want him to be shirtless, but that's good. <laughs> Thor was shirtless. Cap was shirtless. Big old boobies on Cap. <laughs> first time he had him. 
Abed was shirtless. Uh, Doctor Strange was probably shirtless. I don't know. Does it? But Doctor Strange don't got them boobies. Those man boobies. <laughs> um, Black Panther and Black Panther's forward. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. She, if you ever was, was on the video, she's just like skinny little to, skinny what? little cumber bitch. Was he shirtless? I, might, I, might I don't know. I'm going to go back and watch Black Panther just to be sure that what you said was true. As soon as I said Black Panther, all all notes of inquisitiveness and thought, critical thought, <laughs> left. <laughs> and not because, not from a rapid decline of IQ, just more like, well, this isn't necessary right now because... <laughs> 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 that is not true completely. <laughs> There's, what is true is that I saw a lot of paper towels used to clean up the drool. <laughs> that is that is fact. Oh my god! And I never joke. Um. So I I know that there's not going to be a dragon coming up, but I rewatched the second half of Shang Chi last night because Maddie hadn't finished it. And it's Asian martial arts movie with a lot of like dragon talk and stuff like that. Uh, Cause I know you haven't finished it. Um, and when he, they're talking about dragons, I'm like, I wonder if she's asking if it'll actually factor into the show. Cause I watched her. She like, they're talking about dragons and them not existing, but this is the Marvel universe. But this is Hawkeye. But is it dragons? <laughs> Will there be a Christmas dragon, green and red? You know, drinking have, a Coca Cola. There might not be dragons, but there are purple foam arrows. So maybe there are dragons. And also, in terms of watching Shang Chi and Black Widow, there is dragons because. You are dragon. <laughs> Watch them. Yeah. Ooh, okay. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. have to put a dad. We're gonna put a, a quota on those dad jokes. Yeah. Gonna, every dad joke you me, give me. Let me mark down. You let give me, me a dollar. Down. Every dad joke you give me a dollar. No. Every every dad joke you owe me two. <laughs> two cents. I'll I'll owe you my two cents. <laughs> You give me a dollar, I'll give you my two cents. Because I'm a great papa. Papa! I won't argue with that. Uh, all right, so... I wrote that those are like pretty heartbreaking real issues. I think we get into more heartbreak later. But uh, not going to a deaf school and wishing she didn't have to sign in order to communicate. That felt the the when do I have when can I stop signing? That's what made it feel real. You know what I mean? When she's asking her father, it's just like one of those things where it's like, you know, if if this was a uh, a TV uh, a ridiculous kind of TV show, it would be like never, bitch. I'm I'm calling back to the <laughs> the one callback. <laughs> But you know, it is. It is. I imagine that that's 
I wouldn't be surprised if they got that from actual research into, you know, deaf schools and kids and what they go through to really inform this. There's an interesting um, contingent and like, and I, um, my father was like Hawkeye, literally deaf in one ear and partial hearing in another. And he went on a murder spree when he disappeared for five years. Well, I won't speak on that, but. Oh, that's why you're not saying the group name because <laughs> then we'd be like the massacre at Nerdist. They'd finally know. Who, I mean, wait, wait, so wait! That, as the group would it would rename them when they find out that it's your dad. What's your dad's ethnicity? I just want to make sure. Is your what's your dad's ethnicity? Is he's me, me, black me. as well? Okay. Yeah. They, as soon as they would find Bad out dude. it was him who did the the massacre nurse, they'd call him Black Hawkeye or or Black Eye if they were being clever. <laughs> but that might be asking too much. Oh my god! I kind of threw Nerdist under the bus because when uh, everyone was like, when Chris Hardwick's ex, well, when Chris Hardwick's ex accused him mm-hmm. of of being. Uh, a emotionally abusive partner. He's been cleared, so I don't know. This is kind of like the uh, D- Jared Leto thing. There was an accusation. Nothing came of it. Who knows if he's innocent of that, but at the time, one or two of his uh, like second-in-commands were like, either way, fuck him, because he's a dick. So he's at least a bad boss. <laughs> Just, I mean, no one I, disproved I that. Probably... When he was put back in that that I think the first person I saw quit. I think he's probably a jerk anyway. Who knows? So let's so let's get that out. Okay, which is fine. Okay, he's a jerk. And you know what? He may have also been an awful partner. Mm-hmm. That could be true too. I mean, you know, I'm not I personally I'm not I'm not making a judgment on anything or saying this, that, or the other. I'm just saying those those could be true things and they may say, but he's also a huge asset and everybody likes him. So, you know, business is going to be business regardless. They don't, they don't care about people. I have, sorry, I've turned off every notification on my computer and I don't know why I keep getting notifications. See what Holly really did was she has an app that does false notifications. <laughs> so that she can show everyone how popular she is. <laughs> it, is so, it is so annoying. Okay, right. sorry. I sorry about that. Right. Well, I this this I can this I can speak on um from working in schools and the way that they work with inclusion with students with disabilities. Um and also uh having friends that are deaf fully and partially. And I'm really afraid, like genuinely, that you're just going to say they put all the very different disabled kids no. in one room and then had yeah, no. one teacher try to. OK, no, there's, right. uh, no, 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 no. But there's um, one thing that that uh, there is, is a contingency of, you know, if you're deaf, you don't necessarily have to assimilate get the cochlear implant and and assimilate into hearing Mm -hmm. so there are some people that are deaf that like you know their parents may be deaf or whatever and so 
they only, you know, they do sign language, they read lips, but they don't, they don't speak. And they'll go to, you know, deaf schools or, or whatever. And then there are the ones who may get the, you know, get the implant or go to the regular school. But um, there's a thing that was implemented so that instead of having students like off in separate rooms, like special education, they actually integrate the students. And so they put everybody in the room because that's actually more like real life. You know, you're going to encounter people with all these different things. So they would just have, they would have someone to assist them, like a para pro or something, you know, to help them explain. But also it helps the students around them to learn if you're speaking to them, look at them so they can read your lips and things like that. So, yeah, but that honestly, that's, newer than you think and that's and I say that working you know worked in education I don't know how many years well I definitely wasn't going to guess that it was in like the 1950s because oh this country is always late that wasn't an age joke that wasn't an age joke by the way no but it was like I mean it literally I think it was like the uh maybe the I don't know if it was the 90s or early early aughts that they really I mean they wrote an amendment like and kind of got that incorporated so yeah yeah so so you know how last episode i completely correctly guessed the twist of who killed armand and you're like oh my god you're a genius Uh, yes it's accurate everyone can check the vod Uh, (laughs) you know how i flawlessly uh guessed the villain twist flawlessly yes 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 i'm muting her all her raging no I'm, congratulations i'm looking at, I'm looking at you because I, i'm sitting here going did i watch the wrong episode where they like exposed all that stuff and gave all those answers did i miss something no 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 i just i just we i used the time stone to confirm that i was 100 uh anyway okay. i just figured out another twist oh which the, is the butterscotch no which no in this episode there's oh, okay. no there's a mention of a butterscotch but there's no physical I butterscotch I don't, yeah, I don't know I don't. i'm telling you butterscotch is gonna come back at the end anyway. it's gonna turn out he didn't die from a sword he actually choked on the butterscotch so that's what's gonna happen i don't, Listen, I don't I think, think you know what choking on a butterscotch looks like considering it doesn't cause a hemorrhaged cut in the <laughs> no, I, 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 here, here's here's what I figured out uh-huh. during their conversation about her wanting to go to a deaf school. She mentions she's he tries to make her feel better and says she's one in a million. She's like, but I thought we were supposed to. You were going to pay for deaf school, which I totally get as a father. Like you, you want to do things. You probably promise things you think you can do, and then suddenly you can't. Uh, so he pretty quickly breeze past it and the day that he died he said uncle was going to watch her so this is this is this is my flawless prediction number two no flaws um he didn't have the money and his brother well one i've i predicted while watching that the brother's kingpin or uncle quote unquote uncle you know king could could be a lot of people's uncle without actually being related to them um but 
what happened is that he felt so guilty about not being able to afford the deaf school. He finally relented to quote unquote uncle's uh, request or offer to work in the tracksuit mafia. And that was so that he could afford her deaf school. And that was night one of him working there. And when Ronan showed up. Hmm. Flawless victory. Okay. <laughs> so what the so what that does is that allows him to remain a good guy throughout as pretty, opposed to pretty good. one who had been, you know, doing some nefarious stuff. This was just yeah. he was doing this thing that may or may not have been good, but it was for the greater good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you I could play around with that. Like I'm I bet he's smart enough that he'd know he'd be doing illegal stuff. Mm-hmm. But you could also play around with that of him like being in the dark and not understanding. If you really wanted to make him perfectly, um, like his clothes look pristinely clean. If you want to keep him right. perfectly clean, you could be like, he, he suspected there might be some stuff, but his job, as far as he thought, would never under would never involve him doing anything illegal, like. Mm. Yeah, but um, okay, but you know, I I would prefer him understanding that it's illegal. Him dipping his like that was him dipping his foot in, and then ah, Ronan. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so there's karate class, and then I was wondering who's uncle, but. Uh, and then she one takes out the little kid because he underestimates her. Uh, and then and I she, thought, and it, she had watched his, she had watched his signature move when he fought that other guy first. So she knew when he was going to do a certain move, she knew exactly how to counter it. And then uh, I thought it was curious when she was older that she had a false leg. Like, w- wonder what the story is behind that. But she takes advantage of the adult underestimating her. Uh, and I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. What do you what? In the montage, there she was yeah. a child. She beat the big kid, and then it cut to when she's older, and right. she was fighting an adult. But she all and the adult looked down at her fake her false leg. Yeah. She's, but you saw you saw the kid did that when she was young too, right? Yeah, but she didn't have a false leg then. No, she did. She Go did. Go back and watch. Yes, she did. Go back and watch. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that was the first thing he did, which actually that's that actually is a nice mirror. Um, but when she went when she stepped up to fight that to fight that boy, the first thing he did when he looked at her, he looked down at her leg and saw she had a, a false leg. Hmm. I didn't realize that. All right. Well, I thought I thought the ooh, ah, energy drink burp. Thought the little kid uh, just saw her implant, or uh, or no, yeah, he wouldn't have seen it because she didn't have one. Um, let me get to episode three. Echoes, 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 echoes. And all right, she's at karate class. Oh yeah, she did. It, it, okay, in my okay, yep. In my defense, 
she had much longer pants on. So it, you could barely see the ankle uh, in the with a little kid. And when she's older, she's proudly showing it off. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. As a, I thought he looked at her like this little girl, this tiny little girl. She's a like she she's a little peep. I'm fighting a peep, a peep candy. Uh-huh. Is it really unfair for me to assume that a big boy would underestimate a small girl? <laughs> why no, are you? I mean why are you mooning me? Uh, just, just, <laughs> it, just admit you were wrong and move on. We don't, we don't need excuses as to why I missed wrong. it. One, I missed it. I already said I missed it. <laughs> yes. Two, it is totally not unfair to think that a big boy in a in a ring would understand estimate a small girl that's a comment mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. excuse <laughs> what is this mm-hmming an ally <laughs> no that's i'm just saying that's a, that i'm just saying that's a it's that's a very guy thing to do but please go ahead i didn't say i did it i said i i thought he did it no no no, <laughs> it, no. it's a guy thing to not just like except the L you have to spend 20 minutes explaining why it's not stop gaslighting me 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 (laughs) (laughs) toxic (laughs) gaslighting Um, but seriously her on the oh, topic of like her hilarious. her false leg as a kid, mm-hmm. it, it looks pretty good. Like I literally Absolutely. was looking at the feet and I was like, "Okay, that's a good." That looks like her other foot. <laughs> I can see her ankle. Um, and one thing, actually, that's kind of interesting because um, prosthetics like that, and I, you know, it's, of course, it's Mary and I ever come into play, but the price of those those are really pricey especially Ooh. you know the uh, the not the ones you know that look good and have and and really with the um you know with the joints and all of that they're those they're pretty expensive so in 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 that other tv show that i mentioned responding if she would ever stop signing he totally could have been like you want to walk on one leg or you want to go or you want to or you want to go to a deaf school or you want to walk on two legs <laughs> you know some ridiculous show like whitest kids you know <laughs> rest in peace Trevor Moore we miss you oh yeah didn't one of them pass away oh the main guy right I love him I really love him yeah you know what your favorite sketch was with him I know it I know it without you have ever told him because I I'm an arrogant white straight male so i know everything <laughs> what was it it was the one where he is a kid who gets orphaned and he goes out and starts doing shenanigans like hey kid what are you doing punching this wall with the hammer hey kid what are you doing drinking malt liquor hey kid what are you doing hanging out with black people and then he gives the fist bump to the black guy but then it cuts to the actor behind the scenes saying hey Everybody, that was a pretty crazy sketch, wasn't it? But I just wanted you to know that the whole time I was uh, in that scene with the black people, I was never in danger because I was on a green screen set safely miles away. 
it's your favorite. It's your favorite. <laughs> then they show a green screen of him doing the fist bump and the black guy doing a fist bump without anyone there. That's your favorite. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> no. I, I got to be honest. Whenever I think about them, the first thing I think about is the... Uh, Abraham uh, Lincoln Vampire Hunter? No, Sex Robot. I don't, I don't remember that one. Look it up. The first one I ever <laughs> saw in college was the Abraham Lincoln one where they're watching uh, Macbeth or Othello with vampires. And Have you seen that one? And yeah, where he's like, will you please shut up, Mr. President? He's like, who said that? Who said it? Was it you skinny? You skinny motherfucker? You fat piece of shit? What? 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 Hey, what? What? (laughs) Uh, He's like, I'm going to murder him with this hair. Like, oh, he's hitting my butt. Stop hitting my butt. He's hitting my, he's breaking my butt. Pretty good. Okay. <laughs> and Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> talk, talk about me. So, uh, she shows up to see Ronan taking apart the tracksuit mafia, which I thought, which was great. I thought it was not the murder of her dad, but that the, her mission was avenging her family. Ooh. Um, I, I thought, and then I wrote in parentheses, damn, I thought he was too nice to father. Maybe he was a criminal. You know, his, his fatal flaw. Ah, a parent who's a criminal secretly behind their child's back. My, I wanted the little girls that you're a criminal. Bring it back to the mama. Um, and then yeah, I wrote again. Is, or no, this is the first time I wrote. Is her uncle Kingpin? Uh, and then Kate and Clint are taped you know, up. I, I'm sorry. You know what? I could kind of, the way that they presented him in the um in the episode. I could see that. You know, like this guy, and all you see is just like this tall, this he's tall. You can tell he's tall the way she like looks up at him. And yeah, um, fun uh, fact most adults are tall to kids. (laughs) (laughs) Not for the blinking, you really could have sold a frozen screen. (laughs) Mm hmm. So anyway, um, but just just how a height works with that solid black suit. I like that. I like that. I like that thought, dude. If it's a Vincent D'Onofrio, I I would not mind. I would not mind. uh, I love him. Unintentionally, you know. Look, no one wants to connect back to Ike Perlmutter. I've already mentioned on this, I'm sure. Fuck Ike yeah. Perlmutter and Daredevil Crash, uh, was, was under Ike Perlmutter. Um, but Vincent, but Vincent Dino- oh, Woo! Love him. What Woo! a talent. 100%. What a fucking talent. Wasted yes. in Jurassic World. <laughs> amazing. He's an amazing guy. Um, and uh, fun fact, very nice guy on Twitter. Yeah, I've seen. 
He's extremely seems- nice. He's just this like sweet guy, and you go, oh man, I, I don't know, I just like him. He was also in a Western movie, which was Magnificent Seven, the adaptation. Uh, I have not seen the original, but speaking of another Chris Pratt movie, since I shit on Jurassic World, um, and since I shit on Denzel Washington's movie, the Christian-looking movie, the one where I, I'm i traversing these this horrible situation because I believe in God-looking movie. Uh, the new Magnificent Seven with Chris Pratt and Denzel Washington was pretty good. It was really good. I haven't seen the original. My friend who's seen the original, of course, is like, it's shit. It's shit compared to it. God damn, what are you doing? This, which, he, no, he didn't say it actually like that, but I don't doubt the original's better. Um, but Vincent D'Onofrio in the uh, Denzel Washington, Chris Pratt, Magnificent Seven was really good. Um. So, Kate and Clint are taped up to the kids' rides, and uh, <laughs> tracksuit mafia is stressing about. I love the situation. It felt actually very real, not just like, "Oh, what's a stupid thing he could be complaining about?" That ha ha ha. Um, you know. If you go to the Big Bang Theory writers' room, I'm sure they'll come up with five ideas in. 30 seconds that are all going to be shit but it's like all right we could do it um this one where he's (laughs) one i love kate's first response like well first off yeah you dodged a bullet not having to go to imagine dragons he's like i like imagine dragons (laughs) (laughs) um but the fact you know she's saying like both of you are doing wrong you gave her a gift implant like just expecting demanding that you go with her when it's her gift, her, uh, you know, deciding to not want to, there's something wrong with your relationship if she doesn't want to go with you. Um, thought it was, a, it felt real. It, it felt like a smarter um, pickle than a lesser writer would give to the tracksuit mafia, you know? Okay. <laughs> like okay. last episode, we were loving the fact that like, kid bishop is a guy. Kate Bishop is not guy. Kate, I still love it. <laughs> she is guy. You know, you don't expect a con- with lesser writers, you'd have that and be like, okay, so every oh situation God. they're ever in is the dumbest situation. Gotcha. Right. And this just was like, does it have to always be the dumbest situation? <laughs> like, we're not saying they're scholars, but like maybe a little. Maybe a little sco- a little uh, salt bay of nuance on this. Um, anyway, uh, the vi- I oh I loved first. I thought the villain felt a kinship with Clint because of the hearing aid, but then I realized that I'm going to skip back to the middle of that. But when she taped up his hands again, when she realized he could speak, uh, it was just a courtesy. And I, I love that. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, Great. she took the courtesy for someone with her own ail with who she thought had the same ailment as her over like protecting herself, you know, right, by, right. by giving him his hands. Um, but I did love how he used what he did to finally 
tell her that uh, he didn't understand sign language when he said, more cookie, please, thank you. Or what, I don't know why I even mimicked doing hand sign. I know there was something on his chest, but I don't know what he actually did. Um, That's what I'm studying when I, when I make my move ASL. Always wanted to. All right. Well, for context, everybody, you you have a. Do you mind talking about your recent situation? Oh my! Re- <laughs> my I mean, si- I mean, because I think it's more impressive. But I don't want to. You don't yeah. need to talk about your disability if you don't want. Oh to. no, I can I have. I have no problem. I, okay. I have carpal tunnel. I have severe carpal tunnel in both arms, and I have. Uh, extreme nerve damage so um yeah the first part is we're trying i have to have the surgery and the hope is i'm going to actually be able to get back some of the feeling in my fingers we're not even sure like because it's been so long and and they're so damaged we don't know how well the surgery is going to work so yes that is my disability i am uh without I can't really use my my hands very much. I just want to point that out because it's more impressive to me that you'd want to learn sign language when you found really, out that your hands I, are all hurt. Mm-hmm. I and but I, I but I really do because I have um, I actually have friends that a number uh, some of my good friends who have one of my friends one of my best friends she's losing her hearing. And so it's, you know, it's getting worse. And so she's also been learning ASL. So, um, you know, because we don't, you know, we don't know how bad it's going to get or how, how long it's going to, you know, go on. So, yes, that's always been something I've wanted to do, though. I was just going to say we should make an app that translates words or speech into American Sign Language. And I found that on Google Play Store Hand Talk Translator actually does that. They're tr- they're, I know they're trying Which I to love that. that. Yeah. Well, it, ha- it has like a, a little digital guy on it. And you can type in and have it like the guy do the sign language. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. I like that. So worst case scenario, if this becomes a pain, you can, I don't know. You have an iPhone though, right? Yeah. Mm. I do the voice. I do the voice thing all the time anyway. What voice thing? I, um, I have, uh, I have on my, actually I don't know, but I have a uh, voice control. So when I, when I text and. Oh yeah. Write, you could just show the text, but on uh, for anyone with an iPhone, there is ASL translator. Same thing. And it's got okay. a pretty good reading. Okay. It's four ninety nine though. Mm-hmm. But but I mean like four ninety nine over paying however much it would cost to learn it yourself. Right. Right. Not bad. Um all right, so let's see. Uh he's trying to tell Kate her Kate's not Ronin. Clint tells her that Black Widow's Ronin. Oh, the person who killed the person I wanted to kill is dead. I didn't say that, right? Uh, (laughs) How convenient. Um, I thought it was 
very interesting that when Kate's like explaining, like, no, I just didn't want people to know who I, I didn't understand. She like flashes back to her dad and her anger over that issue overtakes her. Mm-hmm. I liked that. Detail. It was a small detail, but like showing that like it really visualized her mission. Like if she, if she just kept a cool head the whole time and be like, all right. Yeah. I, I intellectually, I understand that she is trying to get revenge for her father, but I'm not seeing it emotionally. Right. You know? Right. Um, so I love that. Uh, I mean, but she, she would have known it wasn't Kate because Kate is like, Kate would have been, you know, at the time that it happened, Kate would have been. Well, there, there is also the five year, uh, there's also the five year, um, dusting so let's see 2007 and right now it's at least 2025 because that's when everyone was dusted back so she was probably nine in 2007 just guessing and then we add 18 years so the woman whose dad died uh maya so nine plus 20 wait nine plus 18 she's 20 Five? Wait. Ugh. My brain's failing. Nine plus eighteen? Yes. 27. I don't know why. I'm like anyway, she's like twenty-seven and there totally could have been a world where uh Kate was dusted away and she was an adult when her dad died. So how long was how long ago was Ronan? Five years max. I know. Oh, yeah. oh no no no! My no. talk you about the dusting is so stupid because I was gonna be like, maybe Kate could be really young and she thought she was dusted away, but Ronan only existed while people were dusted. So that's that's stuff. Uh, it could have been that she killed her father two years ago, so she could have killed him what? when she was I, eighteen. D- no, you're actually right. I don't know why for I don't know why for some reason in my head I was thinking that she was a young girl when the father oh, yeah. died. So when you when you said she was an adult, I was like, oh yeah, 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 wait, she was okay. Okay, yeah. got it. I I was late to that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to come up with all this like maybe she thinks Kate was dusted for five years, and I'm like, that's the oh, dumbest. Man. Why am I working towards that? Because Ronan only existed during the dustening. Yeah, I called it. <laughs> I make dreams come. <laughs> oh my god! My name's Brian Paul. I'm the youngest Paul brother. Or wait, I'm the oldest. I would be the oldest Paul brother. I'm like the oldest uh, Hemsworth. He's the oldest one, the least famous, and he's kind of fat. <laughs> But he wants to be Hollywood. So he wants to. He's so giving wants, it a shot. He's he so it a wants shot. to. He so wants to be rich and not have to give a shit about normal issues. Oh, that's a lot of us. That's <laughs> a lot of us. I'm not saying I want it for this reason, but I want to be rich enough that that. I don't want to say it. I was going to joke that I want to be rich enough that even being so insensitive to film someone's suicide and put it on the internet wouldn't ruin my life. But that's because that's what Jake Paul or Logan Paul did. 
Like that's an amount of rich I would like to be, but I don't want to connect it to that. Never mind. I want to be ten percent less rich than that. <laughs> I want to be a. I want to be rich, but at a point where that could ruin my life. See how I play. See how sensitive I am. Why did I add that joke? I was trying to diffuse the tension, but then it really just. That was an awkward thing that I'm trying to pull the ripcord on. I only want to be rich because I want to be rich enough to help everyone. How did Logan Paul? How did Logan Paul do that? And we all agree that Jake Paul is still the bigger dick. That's how big a dick Jake Paul is. Yes, and that, and, but that, you know, that what? level and rich fact. that you say. and that, but that's fact. Well, I, but here's the other thing: Jake Paul never stops being a dick. He's been like consistently. See, Logan Paul, what he did, he did that, and then he pulled it all the way back and was like, "I've learned from it." Blah blah blah. So I mean, those first, those first couple. Those first couple months when he did his redemption tour, it was yes, bullshit. Was absolutely. bullshit. Was totally stage bullshit. Absolutely. But it actually had an effect because I remember later on after uh, Jake Paul went through the Black Lives Matter protests and was filming it. Remember when he went into that mall and shit? Logan Paul talked about he's like, "I love my brother, but I don't always like him." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Now I actually believe you've grown up a little bit." Um. Anyway. Clint shoots or no uh Clint breaks free, runs deeper into the Ben convenience store. Um I wrote, damn, she kicked Clint's ass. And then in parentheses, I wrote, I knew it, he'd lose his hearing aid and fight her, but I was wrong because the sound didn't go away during their fight. You know, the music and the effects oh, okay. were still happening. Uh, the Foley, the Foley artist of... still had a job that day. Okay, you are you saying they didn't mute it like yeah. for it to be sort of from his POV what he heard? Yeah, in episode okay. one or two, okay. I predicted that they would fight and then it would be silent in the background. Maybe they're gonna fight again and they're just saving that audio trick for later. But I was a little bummed. I would have liked three. I w- if they're saving it for a whole silent fight later, I would have liked like five seconds of of it being like disorienting in this. I actually agree with that. I, I think that would have been good to have. I definitely think that would have been good to have. Um, but, you know, if later... Yes, maybe uh, next time. Yeah, I'm, time. I'm not going to be... If they go the rest of the series and they never fight again or they never mm-hmm. do that where they mute the fight then i'll right. be disappointed but if they right. do it again it'll be like a small little like oh i would have liked a little tweak but we got a silent fight so i'm happy anyway num 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 like i would have liked a little more gravy on the on those biscuits but you know it was a little dry but it was a it was biscuits and gravy so woo uh <laughs> i'll woo all day for biscuits and gravy I then Clint shoots Kate's restraints, but accidentally cuts the second command on like the ear or the cheek or something. We didn't we didn't really get closer detail of that, but when he when Clint shoots her restraints, he kind of clips the second in commands ears. Uh, Laurent John Snow. What? He looks like Jon Snow's little brother. (laughs) I wasn't sure where exactly he had hit him. Because I was like, 
I don't think that would have been like a lethal shot or like like through the neck, but I'm not sure where exactly it was. Oh, it, it was it was either raised. his ear or his cheek. He had some okay. blood later on his cheek, but that totally okay. happened like ah, <laughs> white, you know. Um, but then I I also wrote that these fight scenes are better than the wine cellar auction fight. Like there was no, I mean honestly, there was no parts where I was like oh, um. <laughs> and I also loved when they ran out and she's like, what about this one? I was like, I'm not smashing the 72 <laughs> challenger. <laughs> um, what I did love about him losing the hearing aid is it kept coming into effect uh, during the chase sequence uh, later on into the really heartbreaking part. But I liked that the uh, <laughs> um it, that it messed with his ability to tell Kate to drive. I mean, yes, and all these things. Um, I also really liked the single children of men kind of shot at the beginning. Yes, I was gonna say, I love that. I actually I, really love that the way it just sort of rotated yeah. and went around. I was like, oh, okay, this is good stuff here. <laughs> I, I think I've here. gotten a little desensitized to the one shot hallway fights. Like it or or stairwell fights, which are even more common. Like in uh, spoilers, I guess it's for a filming detail, so it's not actually a spoiler for the movie. But in No Time to Die, they did a single shot uh, stairwell fight, very well okay. done because Brad, who I reviewed the movie with, um, mm-hmm. didn't notice it, so it was very mm. subtle. You know, some most times you it's like very obvious. Um, but on the other end of that, I I, I wasn't a that. huge I wasn't a huge fan of Children of Men. It didn't like capture. It's not my flavor of ice cream, let's say. Um, no, I know what you're talking about. That yeah. wasn't. Like it was good and I was mm-hmm. impressed, but mm-hmm. I have a lot more fun with the other Clive Owen baby movie, Shoot 'em Up. <laughs> there, there were like two movies around the same time Children of Men and Shoot 'em Up. Um, this, this was my flavor of ice cream. Like those Children of Men filming techniques, but it's more fun a little more fun Mm -hmm. it's a little more fun than a world where babies don't exist anymore and uh hope for humanity is gone and we all just silently sink into a monotonous routine just waiting Uh for the human race to end similar to how we'll be feeling in 17 months from now oh man But we still get Marvel shows. Woo! See, see the difference in those tones? See the difference in those tones? <laughs> um, oh, my God. Oh, uh, and uh, Christmas songs were playing. That helped. You know, if mm-hmm. Children of Men just had Christmas songs playing. The whole oh, night, my. Yeah. That might have helped. Would have been like, oh well, no, what? you're about yeah, the, to, yeah. I'm dying and I'm putting you on a boat a lot. Spoilers for the children, but come on, you're, you're not gonna, you haven't seen it already, you're not watching it. Um, yeah, I'm dying. Played, I, uh, what I, child I, is this? That would have been a perfect song. Who's the dad? <laughs> um, the the cars all the all the like normal cars almost crashing into them was riveting you know what i mean like when mm-hmm. uh and and considering he said he didn't have trick arrows in recent episodes she's like trick arrows ah! 
Please. Um, I was born careful. I, I just quoted a bunch of funny things that I saw, like her saying it'd be a lot easier if we were facing the other way. It's like, hey, it'd be a lot easier if we were facing the other way. But I did love how they switched it up. Instead of just always having her be like, that's what I just said. That time she was like, hey, we're communicating. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I like her because there were, you know, with her being her, I guess, being her age. Her, guess, be, you know, her being you, whamming. And, uh, <laughs> and, you know, some some people are just, you know, jerks because they can be. That's just kind of how they're written. But I like that. If you had when, watched Ted Lasso by now, I would have had a killer Ted Lasso reference. I like when she says something and of course he can't hear her. And uh and then that like when whenever he repeats, because that happened a couple times. They did that there. at least three times. Yeah. And I like that because um I just liked how she began to I, I think she if she actually began to understand what it was he was going through as opposed to just, you know, he's just not listening to me. Then she really, she really understood. Oh, okay. He can't hear me. He's not looking at me. He can't read my, you know, that type of thing. So, um, you know, when, by the time they got to the one part that I know you're going to talk about, um, where she was helping them, I was like, I really, I really like that part. I was, was just going to say very nice time. Very, it- very, very sweet similar to my uh my statement about the villain earlier she she very quickly understood the situation intellectually mm-hmm. kate did mm-hmm. but then in that part that you're mentioning that we'll get to she emotionally. absolutely absolutely um, i also and wrote there is a difference i had to growing up i had to learn because i had i had a, a stubborn father who for the longest time i didn't know he wouldn't wear a hearing aid. So I had to learn which side to be on when I was talking to him or to be in front of him. So, yeah, it's it's a process. Yeah, well, I watched this episode with my daughter and she was like, is is the she was asking about the bad. It always sounds dirty when a guy says this, but when the bad girl <laughs> <laughs> she she was asking if the bad girl would put in the hearing aid. I was like, no, I think she sees that mm-hmm. as a weak a weakness. Even if she yes. cut first, she might not even be able to use it because we don't know mm-hmm. how severe her hearing issue is. But mm-hmm. she seems like a person who had to struggle through everything and persevere in spite uh, without those things, and she sees it as a, a a weakness now if she does start using it. But also the 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 one thing I got, especially in the beginning when she was young, when, when she asked, do I have to stop signing? That has to do with uh, the assimilation that hearing people assume that deaf people want. So they they assume, oh, you know, you're deaf. So you want to hear, you want to be able to speak. And they're like, no, I communicate by sign language. So you need to learn how to communicate with me. Um, and, and I actually like that because I, I do know people in those very, in those very different schools, you know, some that will go, I'll get the cochlear implant and others that are like, nope, 
I'm not getting it. My kid's not getting it. Nope. This is what we do. And you'll learn to communicate with us. So, but I like that. I like the way that I like how she is with that. Uh, You mentioning how she asked when she could stop signing reminded me of something that happened this weekend. I met someone in the movie industry when I was doing a rideshare who knows the actress Candace from the blind spotting TV show. Yeah. And we geeked out about movies for a while. And I told her I'm going to mention it on the podcast now. Cause I want, I just want to see it. So it's selfish of me, but I told her about the, uh, that movie where, uh, a whole world wakes up one day and everyone's African-American and the effects of that. So anyone who wants to make that movie, cause I want to watch it. Um, but, but, but please don't have Michael Bay producing it. That just make, make a thoughtful movie. Anyway, the, the reason you made me think of it is because this is right. It's older. Uh, yeah, I hope she passes passes all the gushing on the um but she, also she's seen an episode of Ted Lasso <clears throat> no uh because when i uh, when i first had that story <laughs> idea and i like was sketching out how a script for a trailer uh for it what I imagined it starting with was a lot, the voices of a lot of little African-American children and one of like having a conversations with their parents be, from being bullied for being African-American in school. And one child asking if, or saying that she wished she wasn't black. Um, and the idea was to make it feel real and, that's what uh just like how her asking when she can stop signing makes it feel real anyway make a movie like that please somebody race race holly to it it'd be a beautiful world if in 2025 there were five movies with that plot that came out or a tv show i think it's more probably a tv show but uh cuz i'd be like if, ah! if everyone if everyone <laughs> If everyone, okay, here's the thing. If everyone turned black, there'd be a lot of white people that would kill themselves because they know how black people are treated. If there were, if there was a movie where everybody turned white, there'd be a lot of black people going to the bank and getting loans and cars and houses because otherwise they wouldn't be getting it. <laughs> you know, I see, I see where you come. I believe that like a few hundred people would have killed themselves, but for the reason of 100? how, how, yeah, because, yes, because, this is why, because if everyone was the same race, those people, those, like, racist white people who change wouldn't, wouldn't be uh, at the bottom of the totem pole. Technically, everyone would be, quote, unquote, equal. So they well, wouldn't, but wouldn't see, feel well, but here's, inferior. But here's, but no, 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 but that's not why, that's not why they hate. Well, you said because they, how they are treated, so. Because they, and the way that they're treated is because that's how they feel about them. So to be that person that you don't think much of, you don't respect, you don't like. Trust you know. me, 
with with how with how many uh hoops we've seen people jump through to uh defend their preferred presidential candidate in the face of any legitimate uh any and all legitimate criticisms i think you'd be surprised how many racist white people would suddenly flip to be like no i love fried chicken like that would be their their way to justify it and it would be so insensitive and and, and and those are the ones worthy those are the ones that we know to put in the pit (laughs) (laughs) you're fake you're going in the pit Uh, (gasps) oh my god think about this think about this black pit so everybody turns black okay but black people are like now look we couldn't trust them before so now how do we know who we can't trust if they look like us and so if you find people and you go oh you are a uh, faker we'd have to come up with a name i said neo neo black they would say they would call themselves neo black that no that that that's actually an existing term that's actually an existing term and and in our they they in, wouldn't care they in, wouldn't in, care in black <laughs> in black culture that that term already exists we use that term for someone else that's what i'm saying a ne- the, neo the, the white neo people black and new black that's what so, i'm saying they wouldn't care they that's that would be part of the argument like they'd literally be like you're you're black people and we're neo black and then genuinely african-american people would be like we have that's already a term it's like no 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 that's a term for us and they would they would appropriate that term they yep. would and, yep. and 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 to the pit <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying i want to see this show i want to see the show i just be, know i'm not the, the right person funny. to it it would be very easy it would be very easy to figure out who and it's not even you already everybody. said it you don't need to don't say it on she said because whoever would be using the soft day edward way too much I didn't say that. you did say that when did i say that <laughs> last time i t- the first time i told you about that because i mentioned <laughs> i mentioned okay we got to get back to the episode but i mentioned that horrible little dicky video essay uh <laughs> freaky friday who used and it's horrible mm-hmm. because fuck Chris Brown. He can go into the pit first. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> just make that movie. I'm just throwing it in. I said that that's hilarious. <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right. Uh, <laughs> one, there's a plunger arrow, which I'm convinced is more than just a punchline. I'm willing to bet that the plunger arrow will actually be used and not be completely useless, even if it's for a distraction. I'm I'm hopeful it comes back. It could be a one-off joke. I'm hopeful it comes back. Um, Some normal person, which I I love. If anyone's seen Mission Impossible Fallout, there's a chase sequence that's against traffic, and this car gets cut off by a motorcycle, and then it honks at them. And then the car following the motorcycle gets honked at again. And I'm like, that's so real. I'd be the one who'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Honk! What the fuck are you doing? There's a one-way street, you dumb motherfucker. And then another car comes and I'd honk at them too. So that's a small detail. 
I love it. All to say, there's a normie who goes, watch it, moron. Totally real. One, not even just because it's New York, but because, yes, someone would. And then Kate screams, Merry Christmas. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. It made me, it did make me miss New York, seeing the bridges and everything really did make me miss it. And then later on the bridge, Hawkeye goes and the challenger gets totaled anyway. And just like heartbreak emoji. (laughs) Um, I I don't know what this, oh, okay. I wrote, I think Kate's going to accidentally kill the guy when Hawkeye asks her to shoot the arrow up, but I was wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the pim particle arrow, and I was like, "He's gonna make the arrow small, and then like, <laughs> and then sneeze." Yeah. No, I imagine the arrow going small, like sticking him in the shoulder, but instead, makes more sense. The arrow goes giant, and takes out the van. I think. Uh, I did, I have to say I didn't. I saw that, like I saw what was on the side of the arrow, but there was no clicking in my oh, head. Have you seen Ant-Man? Yes or no? No. Okay, then I'll tell you. That's why I need to know. Hank no. Pym is, Hank Penn is the original Ant-Man, so he has technology that can make things very small or very big. So, uh, oh, he, since... he's, the da- he's the daddy. I mean, if you want to call Michael Douglas your daddy, that's your business. Just don't oh, don't yeah, tell yeah. Catherine Zeta Jones. Um, <laughs> okay. So <laughs> Hawkeye has worked with Hank Pym. No, not Hank Pym. Scott Lang, who is the current Ant Man, and mm-hmm. they use Pym particles, and he made a trick arrow he using Man Alive. By the way, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. heard about that mm-hmm. um, and yeah so that's that's what that meant mm-hmm. um, I thought it was funny that Kate left with the USB arrow thought it was dumb that she shot it but <laughs> like that she bluffed uh, and then they jump off swing onto a subway car and I think this is the last time they do it but uh, we should probably walk the dog and cooped up all day. You really are one of the best arch world's best archers. Like you weren't joking. And like I love, I love that he says that. And I love that she gushes. And then, <laughs> of course, we should probably walk the dog. Been cooped up all day. Uh, I think it's clever. I mean, one, it it's really maximizing our time with him not having the earplant or earplant ear earpiece uh, in. Yeah. And maximizing for either like real life situations of trouble and, of course, because it's Marvel, some jokes. Um, But I think the repeating, the coming up with the same thoughts and him repeating it, uh, I think is a very clever way to show that they're so similar. Absolutely. Uh, Without without doing some shit like what's what was that Catherine Heigl, Gerard Butler film? You see, did you see that the romantic comedy? There was a film. I don't like her. No. Nah, she see from everything I've heard behind the scenes, she seems like a jerk. But um, there, I, I, I basically almost tweeted like, "Man, 
general audiences fall for the dumbest shit. I know because I just did. And <laughs> and the thing was, like, of course, the whole movie, they hate each other. Early on in the movie, she sits down with uh, the guy who played E on Entourage. And he orders a bottle of water in a, re- a fancy restaurant. She's like, oh, the the restaurants have to filter their water entry. So ice... Ice water is just as clean and pure as bottled water, and he orders the bottle of water anyway. And then later in the movie, after an hour of them being like, I hate you, you little stupid piece of shit. But I hate you back, you stupid piece of shit. Uh, They're in a restaurant, like, and he's just like, ice water, right? And he's like, it's all the same. And he just turns to his, like, it's all the same, right? And she's like, and then I was like, ooh. And then I was like, that's the dumbest fucking reason to suddenly fall in love with him. But it worked. <laughs> I didn't know what my point was. Um, oh, is that that is a lazy way to show that we're, we're similar. <laughs> like stupid fucking late. Like, really? He orders ice water in a restaurant. Wow, what a guy. Because <laughs> um, no one ever does that. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, by the way, I forget what stand-up comedian it was, but they were complaining about the the guy in a group who always like, oh, can we start you off with that? Uh, everyone, what? let's buy a round of waters. And then the waiter's like, half the people don't give a shit. Now I'm carrying this heavy fucking thing for your stupid ass joke. <laughs> <laughs> your basic ass joke. Uh, anyway, so this is, I like the writing. It's subtle. Uh, it it doesn't take, like, like I was talking about the tracksuit mafia's Imagine Dragons thing. One, Imagine Dragons, I have Mission Impossible Fallout trailer. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know the song. Great, great music. But going no back, going back to that, watch the Mission Impossible Fallout trailers, and one of them is Imagine Dragons. I think. Um, like with that, they never do the no. first version of the joke. What? I'm I'm shadowed the way that I was head shifted over. I'm I bought new lipstick, so. Continue. There's some white people who think you're always shattered, which is just really insensitive of them. Yeah, fuck them. I didn't just create an imaginary group of people mm. for me to flame. Mm. <laughs> Too signaling. Man, there are some white people, and I've. I've never heard any of them say that except for you. Well, I'm telling you, they say it behind mm. your back. Look at me, mm. the good ally. Mm. <laughs> um, and on that note, mm-hmm. my next note was, ah, uh, Kate is helping Clint communicate with his son. Yeah. <sighs> I love that. I love that. Yeah, which first, like, him thinking it's his wife, of course, makes sense. Uh, but when it says young boy and yeah, just whatever it was, this is heartbreaking how much he loves his family and the fact that he can't join them because of the jobs bullshit. Um, and oh, oh, 
when the son says it's okay if you can't come home for Christmas, it's just like, I get it. He gets, he understands what the job is. He's, he's a forgiving young child, but it's like all the more heartbreaking when like an eight-year-old, nine-year-old can like put their feelings and desires aside because they understand that you can't be there. Well, it was because it, it, it was caught. You know, I remember in the the first episode where he's like, "Okay, what do you all want to do? We're going to do this and this and this." And then now, as we see as the episodes progress, he misses this first thing, and then now he's missing this second thing. And so his his whole thing is, even if he misses all those other things, I'm going to be home for Christmas. Yeah. And so um, I, it'll be interesting to see sort of how it goes, sort of ticking off, you know, the movie marathon, the gingerbread house and like all these other things. So that'll be interesting oh, to see. I didn't, even, I didn't even realize they were doing, doing that detailed of a. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was when, when they had, when they had dinner and they were all sitting around yeah. and then he's like, what do you want to do? What do you want? So everyone listed off something and the, uh, the daughter wanted to do gingerbread house. So the second episode, he missed a gingerbread house. And he goes, but I'm going to be back and blah, blah, blah. And then, so then the movie marathon. So then you missed that. So that's just, it, it'll just be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah. And it also shows that like, part of the reason the sun is so chill about it is because this is business as usual. Mm-hmm. And now like, imagine how many things he's missed. This is the kind of stuff that I wish like I'm being selfish because they were entertaining enough, but I yeah, there's always room for improvement. This is the kind of stuff that I wish was more in the Marvel films, more small personal things, even if it's just like an extra three minutes per movie of smaller, quieter personal moments. Okay. Because we're getting a hell of a lot of that in these Disney Plus shows, and I love it because we have the room to. Right, um, right. And I, I just wish we had had a little more in the other films. Like it was always so blockbustery. And I, I agree. I, I absolutely agree. Um, all right. Let's see. I, I wrote Clint is either retiring or dying by the end of the season. After that phone call, that's my prediction. What'd you say? I want him to die. <laughs> I know, but it would be the more heartbreaking of the two. I want him to break my heart. I know, because I want to. Because a, sh- a broken heart is... <laughs> is what? It's better storytelling. When you can get at... It's a deeper emotion than happiness. It's It's harder to earn. And it's more affecting. See, that's why I break computers. because because the the uh, dominance of facebook is depressing and it breaks your heart you're like this is this is technology we're all gonna wear loincloths again and eat mark zuckerberg don't go to facebook oh yeah you go to meta now gotcha no all right well Guess what? You're watching this show. You're supporting Amazon because in episode two, there were Amazon packages and they had to get 
permission and probably some money changed hands. Wait, what? I got my evil billionaires mixed up because I've jumped from Mark Zuckerberg to I know, I'm Mark like, Wahlberg. They're all weird lizard people. Well, I don't, yeah, no, I don't, um, I wasn't going to argue because they, you know, they do all suck, but, um, I, I can still say this and on Amazon, you can buy a Facebook video watcher, whatever the fuck. No one knows what they're called. You know, those devices. Mm-mm. Facebook has a video calling device that it sells that it's been trying to. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, the henchman tries to talk down the boss for fear of what Uncle, quote, maybe Kingpin, might say. Um, you see what that moving company was called? No, I did not. What was it called? Trust the bro. Uh, oh my god, that was my favorite. Trust I a bro. Fucking company. love that. <laughs> that if uh if the two men in a truck company rebranded to Trust a Bro, I would use them to move the next time I move. Trust a bro. By the way, my favorite movie company. That and Oz moving company. Just what? throwing it out there. Oh, those moving two companies men. you like them? Okay. Yeah, two men in a truck. They moved me from Michigan to New Jersey. Gotcha. Were they two shirtless men who looked a lot like Michael B. Jordan? Uh, nah, right. <laughs> uh, interestingly, my daughter. I gotta, I gotta roast her a little bit, considering that it literally spells out Hawkeye. But she genuinely thought his name was Hawk Guy. <laughs> Up until when Kate said, or but a few minutes before, but uh, this line reminded me of that because uh, she says, "Good thing they call you Hawk Eye and not Hawk Ear." Yeah, what a creative way for Kate to tell us that she's a father with that dad. I know joke. that's what I was gonna say. I was like, <laughs> why? Why is she putting those dad jokes out? <laughs> uh, I don't think it slipped out. I think she prepared it. As a nice meal, nice little uh, entree, maybe a little appetizer. It's a good recipe. <laughs> Went down good. Um, uh, Kate's connected. I wrote, LOL, Kate is connected with him emotionally, and he didn't even have the hearing aid in. <laughs> but they're at the diner. <laughs> She's she I forget what she's telling him, but she's like talking to him and then he uh let's see. Yeah, I go back to Disney Plus and see what she was saying. But you remember in the dining uh I remember when they were in it when when they were in the diner, but I can't try to remember what what she was saying. Yeah. She was saying, uh, it's so cool that you stay in contact with your six-year-old because I don't stay in contact with my six-year-old. No, (laughs) just kidding. Let's see. I'm skipping ahead. Okay, there we go. So she is saying, come on. It's saying continue speaking indistinctly. Come on. Was that? Was that out the whole time? 
No, oh, okay. That was the most amazing, though. Better than anything we did in the middle of that crazy battle. Wait, I skipped something. Ah, oh, 15 seconds skip. That's why. That was most amazing. Okay. So she's talking about what they did in the battle, and she's like reminiscing over it, but he has his hearing aid out. So she's team building, basically. She's like, oh, wow. You did a good job. I did a good job. And that was so cool. It's like, I don't give a shit. Um, he's, a, he's already been there and done that. <laughs> you know, he was, he's already done that team shit. He's like, over it. <laughs> My partner's gone. Over it. Uh, he wouldn't have done that to Black Widow. Uh, no, but he continues on and tells Kate the price of the job. Of being a superhero, trying to help people. And she's right too. You get stuff as well, but that that's another thing when he was talking about how exhausting it can be, be trying and sometimes failing to help people. That's convincing me that he is this is the last time we're gonna see Hawkeye on screen. At least with him. I mean I can um I can absolutely I can believe that. I think that's why I keep going. I don't want it to happen because I actually, I actually believe that. Mm. Honestly, it makes and it makes it makes more and more sense with every episode. So yeah, I could definitely see it. But it's also Marvel, so they could have built all that stuff up and then pulled the rug out with some reshoots, like they did with Thor: The Dark World. This fun fact: Loki was supposed to actually die in Thor two, and then no one believed that he actually died. So they filmed that he wasn't dead, which ended up working out because we ended up getting uh, Thor Ragnarok and then his death in Infinity War and then the Loki show, which I guess we could have gotten the Loki show no matter what. Oh, yeah. you ha- Have you se- not seen the Loki show? You have I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't um, I like don't, I don't watch a lot of stuff because I have, I told you I'm like running around. <laughs> There's so I'm so I'm nervous because there's a lot of stuff I have to have ready, so that's what I've kind of been doing. So I haven't been watching anything unless I have to. But Ollie's running about. for president next election in in no universe ever in the history of the world. <laughs> How are universes in the history of one world? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about the future, not I the his, it. not history. As I said it. Talking about the future, not history. As I said it. Not history. You know, future. It doesn't matter what I said is correct because I said it. That's all. That's that could give you a presidency right there. Doesn't oh, matter what I said because one hundred percent. Exactly one hundred percent. All you have to do is just be so sure of yourself. Keep repeating the lie. <laughs> there you go, and then people start to go. You know. She might be right. That's the way we get a woman or a minority elected no, it'll these not, days. No, it's just happen. being a dick. That'll never, that will never happen. <laughs> I'll be white man forever. Wow, there are a lot of people that have a problem with you right now. Consider saying Well, that. yeah, I know. I'm concerned. <laughs> 
I'm really concerned. I love how, like, probably 20 minutes ago, you were going to be like, Brian said the most fucked up thing in the in this episode with his imaginary, uh, those imaginary white people that I was joking about. And then you just go and you're like, nope, never. We're never going to get another minority or woman elected ever again. Look at you. You just yeah. take the crown. Yeah. No. Why would people be mad? I'm only speaking truth. I'm speaking truth. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's see. <laughs> Kate trying to design a suit for Clint. Did you? You know that that's his original suit, right? In the comics? Okay. Um, she's, she suggested all black with a mask, maybe a hood. Um, I, she is implying the Ronin suit, but I, also, I love that it also described the Arrow suit. Did you ever see that CW Arrow show? Mm-hmm. Just, I've just seen just like, you know, an episode or two of it. Well, Green Arrow, he, he has a little bit of green, but it's basically a black hood and black... I mean, it's really, really dark green. Mm-hmm. So it's like 5% green, 95% black. Uh, I just thought it was funny that if you wanted to, you could describe that suit the same way as the Ronin suit because <laughs> they're both archers. Um, Kate's getting close, guessing that Ronin is someone close to him. Um Clint doesn't believe he's a role model. Which I loved her response that he was. And uh, yeah, I wrote again when uh, they mentioned the guy at the top. I'm pretty sure I'm wrong, but I'm just convinced that it's Kingpin. Uh, And then uh, at the end, two more notes. Kate's great, 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 great grandfather built the building. So it's totally possible that they could still be broke considering they don't. This isn't a place they're renting or that they have to. Well, they have to pay property taxes, maybe. But, you know, they could be broken, like living. Pay, quote unquote, paycheck to paycheck in this penthouse. Um. And then Jack is home. So that's all I got. All I got. What do you got? Well, anything else? Here's, here's my thing. I'm still, I'm so wary of, I'm so wary of Jack. He seems like a real Jack off. I'm so wary of him. It feels like a red herring. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, when, when shows will set someone up and you go, that's the bad guy. And yeah. it's not, but they just want you to look that way. I'm really uh, hoping we he, go into a, the same exact conversation we had about red herrings. It ends with me saying the, the Oklahoma red herrings. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> We are. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm, st- I'm still not sure about Jack. And what's the deal with the butterscotch? Well, I think it was intended to be explained poorly since she didn't mention Armand's name on it. 
you know how you can explain something, but just, you know, anytime I try to explain something and it's just not perfect, you know that? I mean, I know we, like- we all agree that I'm flawless and I'm perfect, but you know, I, I added this character uh, detail to make me seem uh, less godlike. <laughs> well, it's, you know, she keeps saying, you know, because this thing is that he had the butterscotch. And so that means he got the butterscotch from Armand III's house, you know, to like that ties him. But I mean, a butterscotch could have been anywhere from anywhere at any time. So I don't, I'm, well, I, I don't understand why she keeps mentioning the butterscotch. It's like, well, unless Armand carries around the butterscotches, one, it couldn't, it couldn't, I think he does. He could. But it couldn't be anywhere. He's an, he's an any, old man. I okay. promise you. All right. But it couldn't it couldn't be anywhere anytime. He couldn't have gone to Dollar Tree and bought those Armand butterscotches. That's true. <laughs> so but, to, yeah, if if he had like a Hershey's bar on his <laughs> nightstand and then she saw him eating a Hershey's bar, she's like He's <gasps> like fucking cake. It's or no, a Reese's cuz that's the most sold candy in the u.s if like armand was eating a reese's cup mm-hmm. <laughs> or had a spare one and then she saw jack eating a spare uh reese's cup she's like oh, you were eating reese's then it'd be like okay yeah. that's a bit of a i could see you connection that you made but it's a bit of a stretch I saw, some, I saw it somewhere else and i'm sure told you old man they're in his pocket maybe and he hands them out to everybody because that's what old men do well, he didn't hand it out to anybody that we saw while he was alive. We didn't see him, but they usually do it to kids. Did no one clip that, please. No one clip that. That sounds horrible. Did no one clip that? <laughs> Again, I'll say he talked to a kid, at least in his eyes, Kate, and he did not offer her a butterscotch. Also, if he only offers kids butterscotches, if he only does that to kids... Don't clip that. He wouldn't have done it with Jack. <laughs> um, I, b- I believe that the butterscotch was taken from the home. Either if the mom took it and gave it to Jack or Jack just has it because he's sometimes over his uncles or the mom and Jack are together on this. Um, I'd still prefer Jack to be right. completely innocent and then to be killed by the wife because that's more heartbreaking. Just like I would for Clint to die right before he let he came because he's just like ah no um I still don't want him to die but I mean I can see it I just don't want it yeah I I could see Marvel going fifty one percent die forty nine percent retiring him I could also see Marvel one hundred percent not retiring him or killing him and just be like but more money. But more, more, more. This cow, it's it hasn't fallen over dead. There's more milk to be had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and unlike Chris Evans or Robert Downey Jr., well, Jeremy Renner would tell them to go fuck themselves. Oh yeah, he would. Because <laughs> he said way back when, uh, before the first Avengers, maybe he was like, "You can just recast me if I can't spend enough time with my daughter." Um. So he totally would. Okay. But uh, we'll see. Overall, I enjoyed it very much. And I'm looking forward to the next episode. I think um, 
I love having Maya on there. So I really want to see what's going to happen with all of that. And my bros, my bros. I, I love, I, I love, 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 love my tracksuit. Mafia. <laughs> Hear it. You know what I'm looking forward to? Hmm. You watching Black Widow by next week. Because <laughs> it's a two-hour movie. You've got a whole week. What? So why exactly do I have to watch it again? Because there's a difference between understanding something intellectually and understanding something emotionally. And even though your brother explained you, the connection you, between you, Black you, Widow and the Hawkeye show, that's okay. an intellectual understanding and an emotional understanding. Also, Florence Pugh is a fucking national treasure. And she, she's, she's like the best part of Black Widow movie. I know, but I mean, you're making an assumption if I don't even care enough to see it because I don't care about Black Widow, how exactly am I going to have any kind of emotional anything? Because you're going to fall in love with Florence Pugh's character. She's going to be the most adorable little uh, little character in the Marvel Universe. and be like, I love this character. She's awesome. And it's like, oh no, when she shows up. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm saying it like that so I don't give away spoilers, even though your brother already spoiled it. Well, because I asked him to. Yeah. I said, I said, why do I need to see it? And he goes, wait, I don't know. Oh, okay. I know. You want me to tell you? I said, tell me. He said, okay, blah, blah, blah. I said, thanks. Appreciate that. You saved my time. You should have said, because it's important to know. And I don't want to spoil it for you because I oh, care man. about you. As he, normally, he normally does not spoil, but I ask him to, so he does everything I ask. Good brother, good brother. He's the best brother in the world. What's, what's wrong with that? He, I just want you to listen to the sentence. He is the best brother in the world because when I tell him to jump, he says, how high? Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> he just does what his sister asks understanding so, that if he doesn't do what his sister asks he gets the belt <laughs> never smile is a little too that smile clashes with your with the statement never on an emotional level No way. He's my favorite person. Because he does everything you want him to without questioning it. No. Well, no. <laughs> well, no. There was the first time he questioned me, and then he got the belt. He learned. Everyone needs to learn the first time. Yeah. What he didn't know is that you were just bluffing, <laughs> like with the USB arrow. <laughs> and on that what did you think about what did you like what was your overall thought on that um on that episode well one i'm really looking forward to jack being like why did you bring your 50 year old boyfriend here (laughs) it seems inappropriate because that's a joke i made when they went in there before i before jack revealed himself um what I will say is that I think this is the, so far, it's the most flawless show, like the least complaints or like weird things. 
like I said in, I think I mentioned to you, Loki, in the Loki show, which you should watch, he finds uh, Infinity Stones, and it's in a place where the Infinity Stones have no power. So it's like this big shock, like, oh, shit. Like, they're more powerful than the Infinity Stones? The the, uh, The plot hole is he regularly leaves that space and goes into the real world. So he could have pocketed a couple of the, no one's protecting the depowered infinity stones or whatever. He could have taken them out of that area and then used the infinity stones, which is a pretty big plot hole. It kind of intellectually, kind of like uh, what I talked about in black widow, the pheromone protection. It kind of, it like, it's just like, okay, that makes no fucking sense. There's a huge, gaping, huge plot hole. Uh, so this is the one, I don't think there's any plot holes like that. What I will say is that this episode felt a little short because it, it felt like we were kind of in the middle mm-hmm. and then we were just getting into maybe the third act with the whole hacking and finding out about something. Mm-hmm. And then boom, Jack shows up. I get why mm-hmm. they cut because it's more dramatic, but it feels like we could have had five more minutes in this episode. Okay, I agree with that, yeah. Like, we had Act 1, Act 2, and then Act... Oh, Jack's there. Bye. (laughs) Which, again, that was a great spot to leave us at a cliffhanger. It just felt like there was a a third act to this episode missing. Okay. Other than that, I think this is delightful. It Again, it doesn't feel too cramped. Um... They're real. They're being a little heavy-handed with who is uncle, but I get it. You know, some audience members need. I think, for my tastes, they mentioned it one too many times, and especially when he's like, "What do you think, uncle?" What you know, and then they mention later the guy. There's a guy at the top, like very clearly telling us that Maya is not the main villain that we need to be worried about. Okay. For my taste, we could use one less reference, but for general audiences, I get it. If you need to add, I, you know, I'd rather them be clued in. But okay. yeah, that's it. I'm really excited. I think this is this is my favorite of the shows. Okay. So far. Um. Yeah. All right. Rock and and, and the reason my number one reason for loving it is that my predictions are flawless. They're a hundred percent. I'm gonna be correct. A thousand percent. I would have preferred one less guy at the top reference so that less people could guess the same thing as me. <laughs> and I could I could be the only one who gets credit because I'm so so smart. I'm a smart boy. I'm a good boy. <laughs> hey, all right. Good smart boy. Oh, okay. I'm pizza dog. I know. I was like, you want a biscuit? What's, what's the deal here? Only if it's oh, smothered in gravy. And on that note, we're going to leave out so that <laughs> we can both feel very clever and not have any more time for us to be like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Talk time. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>